With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Well, you knew it was only a matter of time. There are certain ways that you can lose, and this definitely wasn't one of them. We will get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. That guy right over there is Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out this show as always on the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates all across the country, wherever you are taking part in this program. We appreciate you hanging out with us here. Happy holidays to you and yours, and we're doing it all live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a man who is really starting to feel himself. I was watching this man on Fox Sports 1 go toe-to-toe with Emmanuel Acho. And it was like Hagler Hearns, except he was Hagler at the end of the four rounds. (laughs) He's now staring up at a TV screen, watching the changing of the guard in an entire conference, a program who ran rough shot over everybody for years and years. And finally they get their revenge. And this man is a byproduct of that program. And he is delivered here to you in all his glory. Make some noise for Bucky. It's already been addressed. Holy cow. Yeah, boy. Talking trash. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Zebra. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
What's up, Jonas? My guy. What's Stabbing up, man? a buck. Man, you know, just another day just beating people down, just doing what we do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just doing what we do. I'm so yeah. glad that um, maybe a few months ago we made the opening music for myself, Petey Pablo, because Carolina's raising up. And I don't even recognize the guy who's the update anchor. I, How about that? I, I don't recognize because I happened to listen in on the show before, and I heard, like, the update guy, like, I heard, Gascon, come on, and I heard all these verbal bouquets thrown out at North Carolina for the way that, that they were absolutely. It's like he's a changed man. I know. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't really understand that. It, like it, it's it, so it is, odd and it, unusual. It, it's very bizarre. Uh, now, before we get into that aspect, for people that are trying to figure out, okay, so what is he getting at? Is there some sort of feud going on? <laughs> oh, there's a feud. Uh, it, it, it was a feud started by one Dave Gascon, and we will dive into the details of that coming up here uh, in just a moment. Do you want to say right off the top, um, prayers up, obviously, for Keontae Johnson of Florida, the basketball yeah. player. Yeah. Uh, scary situation. Um, he collapsed during a game against Florida State earlier today. And so the latest that I've seen, I have not seen an update since, but as soon as we have one, we will pass it along to you. Uh, critical but stable condition. Obviously rushed to a nearby hospital, but that was a, a scary situation. And it just, it you hate to start off a show in, in, in such a note like that, but unfortunately we've seen instances like this happen before whether it was hank gathers whether it was mm-hmm. reggie lewis not saying it's going to go to that in that direction or it's going to be uh it, to that level but when you see something like that happen man it's 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 scary stuff man i mean th- these are high octane high level high performing athletes and sometimes you don't know what's going on underneath the hood so to speak and so to see this stuff sort of take place like we have a couple of times before it's scary stuff yeah it's really scary and i think this is the one thing that we never really talk about in the covid world we always think about hey these young people are invincible they're athletes and we're so used to our athletes being able to overcome anything and everything that we never think about the prospect of one falling ill or having a situation like what occurred earlier today. And so thoughts and prayers are up to him and his family. Hopefully he um, can recover and everything will be okay. But, man, it's just a reality check on how we just can't assume that everything is going to be okay when these guys make these options to play. Yeah. So uh, we and again, we will keep you posted on that. Uh, Keontae Johnson, uh, the latest uh, critical but stable condition, the Florida basketball stud uh, who uh, collapsed earlier today. And we will keep you uh, up to date as to uh, what happens with that uh, situation. Um, All right. So let's Bucky. I just want to ask you a question. All right. Do you remember the drink? Yoo-hoo. You remember the drink? Yoo-hoo. Because I think that they're going to start brewing more of that in Chapel Hill. Um, because right now, you know what they're saying? They're saying the yoo-hoo. Okay? Because right now, Bucky Brooks, we've got ourselves a beatdown in the ACC on the road. Your North Carolina Tar Heels, 31-3. to And and we could just talk about the feud. Dave Gascon made it a point to take shots at North Carolina every time they lost. And so here we are. Oh, I mean, oh Jonas. He's throwing, oh, oh, Jonas. Do, oh, do we have? 
have another. We might have chalk up another oh, one. Oh, oh this is the this is the oh. David Gascon bowl. <laughs> this is the David Gascon bowl. This is the David Gascon. Oh, oh, we are inside the five on a long cat pass oh. and uh, throw and catch for the North Carolina Tar Heels. Oh, I mean, look, uh, this is coming up. Let me tell you something. This might be a prelude to what's going to happen because uh, you're uh, the guy you love from North Carolina, Mitch Trubisky, might get some revenge uh, coming up tomorrow as well, too. This could be a big weekend for North Carolina football, Bucky. Yeah, I think Mitchell may just need to, <laughs> he just may need, he may need to celebrate today because I don't yes. know if that's going to happen tomorrow when the Chicago Bears take on the Houston Texans and Mitchell Trubisky gets an opportunity <laughs> to silence all the critics who have suggested that the Bears made a mistake by taking him over the likes of Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a tough one uh, all the way around for Mitch Trubisky. But Dave Gascon, our national update anchor, this has got to be, I mean, up mm, there mm. with with one of the worst moments of your broadcasting career at Fox Sports Radio. No, nah, that's not true. I mean, we have the Iowa Minute every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I will because you guys are both huge fans when it comes to mixed martial arts and boxing. I I always appreciate a football game or a football team that can beat a team down with leg kicks or body shots. Yep. You know, and that's exactly what North Carolina is doing right now. I mean, they have two backs right now, Michael Carter and Javante Williams. Williams right now is averaging 13.3 yards a carry and cards at 17.1. And we always hear crap about the U, much like Texas being back. Mm. I mean, they are just getting served. Well, here's the thing about Miami, because um, as recently as a few weeks ago, they were expected to be the team to challenge Clemson in the game because we're yeah. gonna come down to Miami or Notre Dame. Uh, by the way, representing. Can, we, can we just call it like it is though? These Miami unis are sweet though. <laughs> no, no, I like no, them, man. no. You like, I like it? Yeah, I do. Man, you're my like you're the you. You don't need gimmicks like <laughs> a black saying, uniform, the black Miami oh, Hurricane man, uniform. No. That, this is when you know they're all gone. They they're all gone. They they lost their tradition. They should either be in a, a white, green, or orange jersey. Like this blackout. Like come on. <laughs> I like, like it, man. Man. I think, I, mean, it's kinda, like, I think it's kind of gimmicky. You're you're Miami. Like, why would you have to do this? You're well, a brand name. Here's here's the thing. You know how superstitions go in the world of football, in the world of sports in general, especially football. The reason why I'm taking in these black unis is because after today's game, they'll never wear them again. No, they've this worn they've worn yeah. them they've worn them before. Like it's their their big blackout time or whatever. The funny yeah. thing is, you know, like it's all about matchups. I can sit here and tell you, hey, Carolina doesn't play well against Virginia, but against Miami, they're eight and eight. In the last six, like since Miami has come to the conference, it's eight and eight. So it's not the U. They haven't necessarily been the monster that they once were in the what eighties, nineties, two thousands. Like they're yeah. just not the same. Yeah, and part bad. of it is because they dress bad. Like this is a bad uniform. <laughs> Like That's you, what it is. Yeah, when you dress when you don't dress well, it's hard to be successful. I, I want to see that in your scouting report for anybody that comes out of Miami. <laughs> hey, so what was my worst game? North Carolina was it our run defense? No, man, I didn't like your unis. Yeah, what do you uniform, want? Uniforms. Yeah. What do you want bad, me to do? Bad uniform. Today. Um. All right. So we do have to. Uh, there was a, a story that broke uh, moments before we went on the air here at Fox Sports Radio, uh, and that was according to Bruce Feldman um, of Fox Sports and also the Athletic, Arizona expected to dismiss Kevin Sumlin as the Wildcats head coach. Sources uh, told Bruce, uh, U of A 0-6 on the season Mm -hmm. and a 12-game losing streak. And so the move looks like it's going to be made. Um, Kevin Sumlin out at Arizona. And I don't know why they would feel that today would be the time to make that move. Oh, that's right. They gave up a 70-burger to Arizona State. 
Yeah, My was, God, man. Yeah, that was that was tough. <laughs> it was tough. To, it was it was tough to watch. It was t- it, it was tough. It was tough. It was tough to watch. I mean, jeez. Uh, I uh, I was on a text chain with mm. a couple of. Uh, former Arizona f- uh, football players that I just happen to know. I, mm-hmm. I, for, for whatever reason, I, I know these guys and they're good dudes, but they played it at Arizona and they were fuming pissed. Really? It's one, oh, it's one thing. It's one thing to lose. It's another thing to lose to your arch rival, your in-state rival, and you give up 70 points. And I, I heard from a, a, another well-known, and I don't want to out him because, you know, he, mm. he didn't go on the record with this, but this was kind of shared with me from a, an Arizona alum who is getting some hall of fame love from from pro football mm-hmm. like he, like he's he's in the conversation but but a very successful mm-hmm. uh defensive side of the ball player mm-hmm. who i saw a text message from him and he was coming unglued talking about defense they mm-hmm. need to get back to the desert swarm they oh, need to get back exactly to exactly who that is okay, yes. yeah like mm-hmm. they need to get they need to get back to all of that because they've lost their way and it's a bad situation someone was brought in there Mm-hmm. They never made a bowl game. Uh, I think he's 11 or 12 games under 500. And you can like some of these situations around college football, like James Franklin of Penn State, they're not having a great year or some of these other places. That's one thing. But this is a, co- a, co- a cumulative effect of bad season after bad season after bad season. And it just makes me wonder. Did Kevin Sumlin get a lot of love and a lot of money based on Johnny Manziel's oh, year, and he just carried man. that the rest of the way? I'm just saying, man. Bucky. I'm just asking questions. I here. mean, I mean, I guess like Johnny did play well, but I, I mean, I wouldn't completely take all of that away. But hey, he he hasn't been great since Johnny Manziel left, and maybe it's a uh, situation that's very similar to Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers, and. Maybe when they're together, it just kind of work. And then when they went their own separate ways, like it fell apart for both parties. But I mean, it's not good because 70 to 7 um, <laughs> is tough. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to watch. Okay, let me ask you this. It's tough to watch. You're a North Carolina alum. Mm-hmm. You guys lose to Duke 70 to 7 on national TV in a standalone <laughs> Friday night game. How you feeling? You're not like, aren't Man. you aren't you on text chains with other former Man, players, former tough. teammates? That's, like, th- that's so tough. I'm telling like, I mean, that's, that's, that's a tough one now because I'm watching it. Full disclosure, I'm watching it with my son. My son is doing the college application process. He just was accepted. Uh, Arizona was one of the schools that just admitted him and said, hey, you can come on board. So I was like, hey, man, let's just check out what maybe one of your squads would do. And then, I mean, we're not even five (laughs) minutes into the first quarter. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about this one. But and that's and that's the thing, though. And you've talked about this before. How you, one when you went to North Carolina on your recruiting trip, you saw North Carolina basketball, and you got to see. And look, North Carolina basketball has always been fan. So that, in a, in a way, even though you're playing football, isn't the success of the basketball program there part of the, what yes, sold you? Absolutely, because you grew up on that. Like that's that's what it is. You grew up on. Those things, and so it makes it very, very difficult um, when you see like that part fall apart. And so I would imagine um, your buddies and stuff with Arizona. Uh, I think it's tough because at one point, a hey, Desert Swarm. That is the period that I, I kind of think about when I think about I Arizona football, like I Desert Swarm, whatever. I don't know if they've ever really won like at the high, high, high level. Like they've had that those moments where they were good about defense. I do wonder. Because there's been speculation about who comes in there, who is the next head coach or whatever. 
I mean, they, they did the Rich Rod thing. They did the Kevin Sutherland thing. They tried to do the offensive thing the last couple of times. Um, maybe there is some truth to a desert swarm and maybe a defensive focus. Not necessarily saying it has to be a defensive coach, but maybe defense should be a priority down there. In the and, and also uh, one of the names that was thrown out to me by uh, a former Arizona alum that they would like to see considered is David Phipp. He's the special teams coordinator for the Eagles. Former Arizona alum, uh, he's the the guy in Philadelphia now on special teams, and that's one of the guys that that, that is is being discussed internally from some Arizona players or former players, saying, "Hey, listen, what about this guy? Bring bring back somebody who knows the program. Bring back somebody who who's who remembers just the peak of where we were, and and try and go in that direction." So. I mean, I, I just don't like. Is there is that is that even a, a top notch job, Arizona? I mean, I think it can be. I, I, I think the main thing when you're dealing with Arizona, um, to be good at Arizona, you have to be good recruiting in two areas: one at Texas, and the other at California. Because I think you can get Texas kids to come down yes. there, down there, and so you have to be able to have a foothold in both places. Now, both places are football rich, but you're probably getting second, third tier recruits from those areas and are those guys going to be good enough for you to compete at a high level in the Pac-12 yeah because you got to think about how many Texas schools are in front of line in mm-hmm. front of the line yeah I mean they're a lot you get to Arizona yeah so, so I mean it's a lot and um, but I, I think they have to have a distinctive style you have to be able to play a different way I don't know if you can sit there and see if we going to try and athlete everybody and throw it all over the yard um, I think there has to be something that is different about the way that you play um, at Arizona if you want to compete and compete at the highest level in the Pac-12. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, we are going to get to the bottom from somebody who is at ground zero of a major change at one position in the NFL. We'll have that for you next here on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up in just a couple of moments from now, we will be catching up with Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider, also based in Philadelphia, where it's been, I don't know, kind of a noteworthy week at the quarterback position. So we will uh, we will go ahead and catch up with Adam here coming up momentarily here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, uh, Sarah Fuller, the uh, kicker for Vanderbilt, first woman to ever score in a Power 5 game, Bucky, kicking an extra point against Tennessee. How about that? That's cool. Yeah. Really cool because there was a lot of uh, look, a lot of celebration over her having the opportunity to kick off, but now having a chance to score points. Look, rightful cause for a big celebration over Sarah Fuller. But if you try it an extra point, do you think you can make it? Be honest. Because I would miss. I wouldn't even get it off the ground. Uh, are we talking about a two-point conversion? Are we talking about- <laughs> we're, we're, talking, we're talking about kicking an extra point, oh. college-level extra point. I'm not even going to oh. try and entertain uh, the idea of, of trying to kick a but college extra point from 20 yards. I've tried it, and I'm, I skimmed the crossbar in high school <laughs> in practice. I swear to God, I'm not even making that up. I, I think, skimmed the crossbar. Yeah, I think it's a lot more difficult. I, I don't think I would be able to do it. Yeah. I don't think I would be able to do it, but... Yeah, it uh, it very, yeah. very very difficult uh, uh, job to uh, to complete. All right. Mm. So, um, speaking of very difficult, uh, it's been a very difficult season for the Philadelphia Eagles. And instead of you know sitting here and picking on them or pretending like we know what the hell we're talking about, we make our way and make some room to Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider, Sirius XM NFL Radio as well. Always kind enough to hang out with us here for a few minutes on a Saturday here on Fox Sports Radio. Adam, Jonas, and Bucky, you know, kind of a quiet week at the quarterback position in Philly, huh? Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's one we thought, look, we knew this was going to happen. I, I'd said in a couple of interviews Monday morning that I'm expecting the quarterback change had happened. It had to happen. Uh, I, I'm just expecting Jalen Hurst to finish the season as a starter. There's nothing official. The Eagles aren't saying that. But just my sense is that this is an opportunity for them to evaluate Hurst go into the offseason. I know the Eagles are still alive for the NFC East crown. I get it. And as a matter of fact, if they lose and the other two teams win, we're talking about Washington and the Giants, they still actually would be alive. But the fact of the matter is the Eagles are severely underachieved. Starts with the quarterback position, how he's coached and how it's been handled. And uh, it just, it's, it's been a, obviously a major disappointment for the football team. You know, Adam, in, in thinking about this, like it has been a huge disappointment. Um, it does give them opportunity, opportunity to reset for a little bit. But then at the end of the year, we still have to think Carson Wentz obviously is coming back to, based on the contract and those things. Um, how much like are we certain that Doug Peterson is coming back? Like how tenuous is this spot on the head coaching job in Phil? Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've made it pretty clear that uh, Doug Peterson's uh, – 
job as head coach is certainly up in the air. Yeah, he's under contract, but uh, when the owner Jeffrey Lurie, who's definitely been involved the last couple of years, he, he's he's an look. He doesn't make personnel decisions, but he's one, he's one to give an opinion, and he was involved with some assistant coaches being fired last year. It's not a secret. Very, it's a well-known fact around the Eagles. And uh, look. They've they've been around Doug for many years. Doug Peterson was the starter in Donovan McNabb's first year. Uh, he's he's had a relationship with the franchise nearly 20 years. They have a lot of respect for Doug. But when your 32 million dollar quarterback has a regression like this, they're going to first look at who's been coaching them. It's it's the head coach who also calls the plays, and the quarterback coach Press Taylor. Those are the two who are under fire. There's no question about that. Uh, that's why when it comes to Doug Peterson. Um, if they don't make the playoffs, which is obviously a strong possibility, there are going to be serious questions whether he'll be retained next year. Uh, Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider, Sirius XM NFL Radio, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks with you here on FSR. Um, Adam, one more from me on just the Carson Wentz situation in Philadelphia, because and we've talked about this throughout the course of the season, and you are as connected as anybody. What's the plan moving forward? I mean, are are they open to moving on from him, or is this sit him down the rest of the year, let him sort of catch his breath, and then try and do this thing again next year? Yeah, I think it's more about resetting uh, with Wentz next year. We got to see who's going to be coaching him uh, from a day to day standpoint. That that's that'll be that'll go. And by the way, if there is a coaching change. If somebody else takes over, that guy's got to want him, obviously. Uh, right now, because of his contract, it's highly unlikely. Minuscule chance that they'd move on from him. This has been a two-year regression. It really started last year, and it's it's gotten way worse this year to the point he had to get benched. And they have to kind of rebuild him. It's not a fixing. This is way worse than that. This is a rebuilding of the quarterback, and they've got to get his confidence back. And I fully, the, the word obviously has been with Eagles when you look at the way that they hire head coaches, it's always someone from the offensive side of the football. Uh, really, since uh, Ray Rhodes, it's been offense. And I, I would, if they make a change, I do expect it to be an offensive minded head coach who's also got to bring in someone to manage the quarterback because the way that they've managed this quarterback is simply just not acceptable. I mean, this, is, this has just been everyone's got a partner at the quarterback, the way he's coached, and it's just not worked this season. You know, Adam, staying in that same division, there's been a lot of uh, disappointment in the way that the Dallas Cowboys have played. Yeah. Now, we don't like to think that Mike McCarthy is one and done. No. But what do you expect to happen in Dallas after this season based on how these guys have played? Yeah, Bucky, I think they'll take a look at the defense and uh, Mike Dolan and his scheme. And, and you know, he, he put in his he, he put in his new front this year. And whether that was a good decision – uh, Mike McCarthy, obviously being the head coach, is the one who would have the final decision with that one. Uh, that's uh, they're going to have to take a look at their defensive scheme. I would expect they're going to take a hard look at whether they want to run it next year. And obviously, if they don't, that will mean that Mike Nolan probably wouldn't be there. If they want to keep it, they got to figure out how they can make it work for the players. It's Mike's a guy. Mike's been around a long time. Had tremendous success with the Ravens. Uh, he's been a good position coach. He's been a head coach. It's just this scheme that they put in has not worked. The players have not executed at all. The mental errors from the defensive players has just been almost hard to understand. This is not the, from what I understand, it's not the hardest scheme to learn. And, you know, you're talking about players, a lot of veterans who should not have a problem, but the mental errors from the players has been alarming. And I know internally they've questioned whether this is a scheme fit. Well, we're going to learn a lot about that in January, whether it's a scheme fit. And they, have to, they just have to make a decision because the talent level on their defense is way better than they've performed.
Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider, Sirius XM, NFL Radio, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks with you here on FSR. Um, what has to happen for Matt Nagy to save his job in Chicago the remainder of the season? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, they're, they're in a, they've been in this free fall after starting 5-1. I had said that I know they were nowhere near as good as their record would indicate. But the interesting thing is, talking to a bear source, that like, Mitch Trubisky had his best game of the season uh, last week against Detroit. Now he had the unfortunate fumble. But when you score 30 points and you can't win, you've got to scratch your head and, and ask what the problem is. Their defense has been under ma- major regression. Um, since a really good early start. They had, had one of the best pass defenses in terms of giving up production, but their defense has fallen off big time. And They, they have issues opposite quarterback. They're, they're going to have a new quarterback next year. We all know that. It's, it's just that is the personnel and defense good enough, or is it the scheme? Uh, they've had a heavy regression since Vic Fangio left. There's no question about it. He's obviously the head coach with the, with the Broncos. So it, 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 it's going to be a, situ- a situation where if they come back with, with uh, Matt Nagy, they're going to have to have some hard choices with personnel and the coaching staff. Um, it's just it's you, know, you hate to say it because Matt had the unbelievable year in '18. Uh, last year they were a disappointment. This year they've they've fallen off. Now they, by the way, they're still alive for a wild card. Obviously, if they make the playoffs, they, they probably wouldn't change. But then you also have to look at the front offices, specifically Ryan Pace, the general manager, and some of his decisions. Not just the quarterback. It's been in various positions. They've, they've had some regression here, and some of them is some of it's been been because, uh, quite frankly, some of their the players that they've signed and drafted have not worked out yet. It, you know. Adam, it's, it's, it's funny because we're talking about these coaches, but there are going to be a lot of jobs out there. And after watching the Rams play on Thursday, there's obviously going to be a lot of conversation about Brandon Staley, the defensive yep. coordinator for the Rams. What do you know about him? Why would he potentially be a good candidate? Yeah, he was an up-and-comer. I remember he was a defensive coordinator, a very young guy, probably in his early 30s when he became defensive coordinator. It might have been for... Western Kentucky, I can't remember the exact school, definitely one of the southern schools, and he was a guy that you would hear about that's probably going to be a D coordinator someday. He was a protege of Vic Fangio. Fangio had him in Chicago, brought him to Denver, and now he's doing a phenomenal job. might be a little bit early. I think sometimes, Bucky, we start talking about guys being head coaches uh, before they're ready. I do believe he will be a head coach someday. I think it's a little bit premature. Uh, but he's getting a lot of notice. He's done a phenomenal job, and I'll give you a, a little in, a little bit of an insight. Last year, at this, last year, the 2019 OTAs, I'm told that Sean McVay, uh, when, when Wade Phillips was there, was doing a lot of work on the defensive side of the football. During the installation period, Sean, you know, is obviously this great offensive mind, started spending a lot of time with their defense because he was not happy with it. And you, you, you fast-forward it, and, and, and obviously Wade Phillips was not brought back after last season, so you knew that he was not happy with the defense. And he brought an innovative head coach, and in, in, uh, excuse me, assistant coach, Brandon Staley, coming in running his defense. So look at the jump that they've made. So you're right, he's going to get attention. I just don't know if it's I – think, I, I do think he's a little bit young to, to be a head coach. But listen, so was Sean McVay, the youngest head coach uh, in the last 25 years at 31 years old. Uh, Adam Kaplan, last one for me here on Fox Sports Radio before we let you go. Are you? What are you hearing from people in the NFL that you talk to? If, if you've spoken to them about the interest level in Jim Harbaugh, should he be available as a as a hireable coach at the next level uh, if he decides to depart from Michigan? And there, there is, there is, um, there's definite interest in him. I, I, I you got to look at this the San Francisco situation. 
everywhere Jim Harbaugh has gone, he's won. I know it, it hasn't been good for him this year. Whether it's at University of San Diego, Stanford, the Niners got to the Super Bowl. Um, it, it's, look, it's not. A, there's there's no secret. He and Trent Baalke, the GM of the Niners, had issues. That that's been well documented. Jim turns around the Michigan program. Yes, they fought on hard times, but um, I, I know that there's going to be interest in them. And by the way, look, we might have seven or eight head coaching openings. We, we've we've got more or less four. We may have more. And by the way, there are going to be a lot of GM openings. There's probably going to be a record amount of GM openings over the last 25 years. So we're going to have a lot of change in the National Football League come the first week of January. It's It's going to be wild then. Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider, Sirius XM NFL Radio. You can get him on Twitter, at Kaplan NFL. Always good stuff. Uh, Adam, uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll do it again next week. Sounds good, guys. Thanks. Uh, Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com. Easy. All right, coming up next, uh, a team in the NFL flying under the radar. Are they legitimate? We will have that for you next year on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, welcome them in. The Gas Man, with Gascon. What's up, man? What's Gascon's gas? coming up? What's up, man? How the hell do they know that I've got gas? How the hell do they know that I've got gas? Man. Buck Come on, was, Dave. Bucky's really excited mm-hmm. today, man. We I'm not that excited. We got a score update in uh, the ACC, Dave? Anything oh, I thought we were talking about to? Coastal Carolina right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game of the day, right? They're trying to stay undefeated? That's the important one, Oh, right? man. Gas. <laughs> Man, 34 to 10, North Carolina is just trouncing Miami as we speak. Yes. Uh, Mike Carter, seven carries for 120 yards, two touchdowns. Javante Williams, 10 carries for 111 yards and two touchdowns of his own. Uh, guys right now are at the break. A couple of the games are in progress. Coastal Carolina is trying to go to 11 and 0, 8 and 0 in the Sun Belt Conference of Detroit, 28 to 23. Alabama won earlier today over Arkansas, winning that game by 49 points. Wisconsin leads uh, Wisconsin. Iowa leads Wisconsin six to nothing, guys. This game's Damn in it. the third quarter. Damn it! Yay! Six <laughs> points. This Damn is col- it! This is college football, what? man. Ugh. It's just like, like I mean, at some point, can we just move Iowa to the FCS? Like, can't that be made? Can't somebody make that move? I can't even just move him to Canada. That's fine, too. But let, let him play the Argonauts every week. Be good. I, don't, I couldn't mm. care less. I'm just tired of him. <sighs> Gas yeah, guns coming up. At least in the I'm FCS, tired. they might be able to play a playoff game, too, right? That's true. Uh, so yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the FCS Championship. <laughs> North Dakota Tech versus Iowa. Wahoo! <laughs> Colorado lost for the first time this year. Utah got them 38-21. to Minnesota over Nebraska. And Penn State beat Michigan State 39-24. to uh, Guys, Bruce Feldman had reported earlier today that Kevin Sumlin is out as head coach at Arizona. They've lost 12 straight games or 0-5 this season. Uh, in the NFL, Dolphins lost. Miles Gaffney. He's been placed in the reserve COVID-19 list, so he's not playing tomorrow. Daniel Jones will be playing tomorrow for the New York Giants. He's expected to start. And Marquise Pouncey has been activated by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Guys, back to you. 
Thanks, Dave. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, we are going to get into uh, an under-the-radar team, a potential potential playoff run for one team and unexpected here uh, coming up uh, shortly here on Fox Sports Radio. I do want to point this out. So I was talking with a guy um, who's a professional sports better, Bucky. And there was an error that was made in handicapping the Army Navy game. All right. So, mm. so because, and, and this is, and this, so I'll, I'll explain it. So there was a bet that was out there and it was just sort of missed by a lot of people uh, that are, that are putting these lines together of what the first turnover of the game is going to be. If there's a turnover in the game, what is it going to be? And it, you know, it could be either uh, interception or it could be a fumble. And because these schools run the ball so much, the the chances are it's going to be a fumble. Like that, like that's the the, the logic is. Well, they're going to run the ball. That that's the majority of their of their sets are are through a run formation. That's majority of what they call. But there was mistakes that were made because the sports books in several places overlooked the game. So they they just overlooked it. There were other things going on, and they didn't get to everything. And so what ended up happening is they set the line at first turnover of the game at around even money which should have never happened because they're going to run the ball more than, than they're going to throw the ball by, by a lot. And, and if my numbers are correct right now, um, there's been one, one pass completion the entire game so far. Well, what ended up happening was the fumble bet ended up paying off. There was a fumble loss in the game, so everybody got paid just because there was an error made by a sports book somewhere. So if you were quick on the draw and you and you and you identified that that doesn't make any sense that that line is about even based on two running teams when it should be significantly in the other direction, a lot of people got paid for the holiday. How about that, Bucky Brooks? How about that? How about that? Nothing like making a little bit of money on the backs of Army and Navy, huh? While you're while people are betting on a Saturday. I know. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, wow, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, by the way, how sore do you think the interior linemen are after a game like this? Oh man, they're so <laughs> they're you're so getting, sore. You're getting chopped off at the legs the entire game. Yeah, so I mean, just so <laughs> sore from having to deal with everything that you're dealing with. Yeah, that's uh, I, a tough one. I love it though. I I could watch Army Navy all day because I, I miss running the football. That's why I'm so proud of what you guys at North Carolina have done today to Miami. I mean, it's, it's only half. It's only half. Got to finish the deal off. Old um, school. Oh, you think Miami's coming back in this game? You never know, man. You got to yeah. finish the deal. All right. Uh, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, an under the radar playoff team in the NFL. All right, not according to me, but according to Bucky Brooks. We'll tell you who that is here on FSR. How about that? They wrote a song about the Bears. <laughs> He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can uh, hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up in, we'll call it uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to discuss a team 
that has made a move at quarterback, but it could be they could be more dangerous now because of that move. All right, so it's a team in the NFL, and we will uh, dive into that here coming up in about uh, 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are the North Carolina football program show of record here on FSR. We are the authority, uh, and if you wanted an update on North Carolina, uh, they are knifing Miami right now, 34 to 10 early in the second half and Bucky Brooks is really feeling himself. No, 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 no. no, no I'm, not, I'm not feeling myself. Like These are the things that were expected. Disappointing that we lost some games to some teams that we weren't supposed to lose to, but hey, this is where we are. If we can finish up the season with a big win against Miami, it's good. This game's over. No, 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 no. I'm calling it. All right, no, all right. Eighty-five no. percent uh, of the Knox precincts are reporting this game is over. <laughs> no, no, right. no, no. Somebody call Wolf no. Blitzer. All right, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, and close that one down on CNN. This game, game is over. This game is over, man. Nah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 It's yet. a wrap. North Carolina. We can go ahead and call it. North Carolina uh, is going to win this game. Uh, you remember? Uh, remember training day. All right, so so Denzel Washington, uh, Alonzo in training day is North Carolina, and Jake hiding in the kitchen is Miami, and North Carolina is saying to to, uh, to Miami right now, how you want a dog close casket? That's what's <laughs> happening here, Bucky Brooks. This he game is a wrap. Ain't got no, he doesn't, especially Miami doesn't have anything on him either. I'm telling you, man, this game is over. Um, all right. So let's because I do want to get into this, the full list coming up here, because I love when you put these together on NFL.com. You'll occasionally put out a list and you have come up with your Goldilocks list. Oh, right? So boy. so we're going to I want to get into the entire list later on in the show. Mm-hmm. But one of the teams that I want to ask you that is on the list. All right. It's a top five list. I'm not going to say what number they are that I wanted to ask you about is the Washington football team. Mm. Okay. How the hell are they doing this? All right, they go on the road and they beat Pittsburgh. And we can say whatever we want about Pittsburgh was tired and whatnot. But Alex Smith feels like he's playing a little bit better each week. They feel like they're they're like Logan Thomas is a converted quarterback to a tight end. Uh, you've got McKissick, who, by the way, Tom Brady probably foams at the mouth when he sees McKissick out of the backfield. <laughs> he, he's probably thinking, I don't know what McKissick's contract situation is, but I'm telling you right now, Tom Brady's going to go to Bucks management and say, we got to get that guy. I need a guy like that out of the backfield. Bucky, what the hell's Washington doing? All of a sudden, they're a legit playoff contender. Yeah, like when you look at the Washington football team, there are a couple things that they have that gives them a chance to have staying power. They have a dominant defensive front line. And if you can win in the trenches, uh, it always gives you a chance to stay in games. When I look at Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, five former first-rounders that kind of comprise that unit, they're tough. Ron Rivera has instilled a culture of toughness and accountability. They play old-school, hard-nosed football, and they've been able to do it. The wild card has been Alex Smith's insertion into the starting lineup. What started out as a feel-good story because he made a return from a gruesome injury has now become a serious story because he's playing okay as starting quarterback. And say what you want, people have always lumped him in as a game manager. You can only go so far with Alex Smith. Alex Smith has won a lot of games um, over the last decade, and he has a a playing style that is conducive to winning. And we are seeing that happen in Washington. Because when I look at this team roster-wise, offensively, there's no reason why they should be winning. Because <laughs> there is nothing on their roster that makes you stand up and be like, you know what? They're really good in this aspect. 
besides the defensive front line. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, McLaurin uh, is is a stud, and he's taken on sort of a, a leadership mm-hmm. uh, role there with with Washington. Logan Thomas, again, he was a quarterback at Virginia Tech, right? He, he was he was a quarterback at Virginia Tech. He was always told that he should play tight end. He bristled at that suggestion when he yeah. was coming out of college. Goes to Arizona, flames out at quarterback, and then he ends up in Buffalo making the conversion. Uh, he bounced around a couple of the teams, and now at Washington, he's at not only like playing a position, but he's beginning to make plays at yeah. the position. Yeah, he's a legit threat downfield, and, and Alex Smith and him seem to have a really good uh, chemistry. McKissick, like we said, is has been really effective. And then you just talk about, they discussed this, and I think it might have been the Thanksgiving game, but just sort of the device that Alex Smith has that he's playing with. And he's still got drop foot to mm-hmm. where to where you and I was talking about this with Brady Quinn because he had it for a short time to where you have no control really over your foot. And so he's had to get these different braces developed that are on his leg. So when you look at him and you see his leg, first of all, the leg that he injured is significantly smaller than the other one. Yeah. Like there's still atrophy in that leg. And and whether it ever comes back to a hundred percent, I I don't I don't believe it, but there's still atrophy in the leg. If you look, there's there's a brace that you can see underneath mm-hmm. his uniform, and that's a brace that he has to wear during the game because he's got drop foot. And that guy is playing better and better every week in NFL games. It's a- unbelievable. And I also got to apologize. And and I'm not trying to speak for you, but there were a couple of guys who do a Saturday show on Fox Sports Radio, a couple of guys that do a Saturday show on Fox Sports Radio, and um, they were very critical of the Washington decision to bench Dwayne Haskins. Mm, yeah. And um, I yeah. got I to gotta own it. Mm-hmm. I want to apologize to Ron Rivera and company because it appears like they made the right move. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> made the right move. They knew what they had. They knew what, where they were going. They had to make the move. They did it for Kyle Allen. Um, he gets hurt, and then Alex Smith comes in. And the move has been solid. It's been solid for them because when you look at this team, this team looks professional. And when you think about the Giants and the Washington football team compared to the Cowboys and the Eagles, I mean, you have to say the young coaches, the new coaches kind of figured it out. And so this is an interesting development to see the Washington football team in the mix. We'll see if they can keep it up. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next here on FSR, there's a team in the NFL that just got more dangerous. Find out who we're talking about here on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So there's a really good team in the NFL, and apparently they just got even more dangerous. We'll tell you who that is coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. That guy right over there is Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in this program. We always appreciate you spending a few minutes with us here. Happy holidays to you and yours. And let's be honest, this is far better than having to go and shop with your family. This is better. So stay in the car, carry an earpiece with you, listen on iHeartRadio as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. My guy! Bucky Brooks. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's just, great Saturday. Uh, just waiting for uh, waiting for the celebration uh, to begin uh, between uh, North Carolina and Miami. That game's over, so we will, uh, you know, just, just looking forward to <laughs> it. A celebration. Just, just really looking forward to it. By the way, we I have seen uh, we've got multiple snow games uh, going on. All right, mm-hmm. so we've got uh, we had a snow game earlier between uh, Utah and Colorado uh, on Fox on Fox Sports One. We've got some snow. In the uh, um, uh, Iowa-Wisconsin game, and then Boise State and Wyoming uh, have some snow going on as well, too. So we've we've got uh, all sorts of snow games. Did you like playing in the snow? Was that uh, was that something you looked forward to uh, playing in Green Bay back in the day, Bucky? I am okay playing in the snow. I'm I'm be honest with you, Jonas. What I what I didn't like, I, I really don't like playing in the in the rain okay. because um, when you play in the rain, you get muddy. Yeah, like it's just, it's just yeah. like for me, that's just not. And I hate to say this, but now that I'm done, I, yeah, I, I never really enjoyed like, being muddy. <laughs> like I hate to say, I was one of those that I, I didn't really enjoy getting dirty. So, um, yeah, give me snow, give me, give me that part of it. Normally, the difference in like in cold weather, when it snows, it's actually a little warmer. So in Buffalo, the lake effect snow, it would be a, a warmer environment than playing in Green Bay, where it's, I mean, oof, it is. Yeah, because well, because yeah. there, there's it's almost like a cloud cover. Yeah, it's a, so it, it sort of covers you from the elements. Now that makes it because the, the few times that I've been in the snow, it hasn't been all that cold. Like there wasn't mm-hmm. the probably the coldest that there ever was was 12 degrees in Chicago. It was 12 degree weather in Chicago, but there was no snow. 
So it was much colder than it would have been had it, you know, at, at you know, 12 degrees, but snowing just based on the fact that there was, there was, you know, uh, n- the cloud cover there and there was nothing really covering it. You just had that bitter cold wind that mm-hmm. would blow through off the lakefront in Chicago. So you had to deal with that. But what was the, what was the coldest game you ever played in? I would say the coldest game that I played in was the AFC championship game. Uh, ninety six. That was at Denver. No, no, no. The game where it was up in New England. Okay, um, all right. The Super Bowl was Green Bay in New England that year, but in Jacksonville we had knocked off the Broncos. We go to New England, and I'm be honest with you, Jonas. I made a fatal mistake. I did one of those tough guy things, and so we had coming from Florida. We were like, hey, we're gonna show them how tough we are. We're not gonna put sleeves on. We're just gonna come out here. No <laughs> sleeves, dog. No sleeves, dog. Let them know. And Jonas. I'll be honest with you. I've never been more distracted <laughs> in a game in my life because I was returning kicks and I was playing in the nickel. And the only thing that I could think of every time I ran onto the field in between the lines, I can't wait to get back to the sideline and put on the coat. <laughs> and it's one. Of, the other thing that we would tell you when you play in cold, never sit, sit on the heated seats. Because if you start sitting on them, oh, yeah. that is all you're going it's to over. think about. Yes. And so you get off of them and then you become colder. So stay away from the stay away from those seats. Like just kind of tough it out. Because once you start put sitting in sitting on the bench, it's over. And I was distracted. I couldn't wait to halftime. Halftime I put on so many layers. Turtleneck, um, Extra stuff, gloves, every hand warmers, give it all to me. All that tough guy stuff went out the window. And you know what I was thinking about too? When we start to get into the really bitter cold NFL mm-hmm. games in, yeah. in, later this month into January, I wonder with no fans being there if it's actually going to be colder inside the stadium. Oh yeah, because all the the lack of energy, yeah, and like, stuff like that. Yeah, that that's tough. I was I will also say this, and this is why people talk about the running game and why it's important to run the ball. Um, in December in, in postseason, man, the prospect of hitting a big old running back <laughs> in the cold. No kidding. It is it is not F a lot that. of it is not <laughs> a lot of fun. And so when you think about having to play the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry's two hundred and forty five pounds, he's probably two fifty five when you know, like you don't want to have to hit that because it hurts. Like it is very painful just feeling and then the prospect of gearing your mind up like, oh yeah. man, here he comes. Good gosh! You, you gotta yes. You gotta do it. I I I did this one time. Uh, I was out with my buddies at a uh, at like a, a bar slash club, and we were standing, kind of having a, a beer by the dance floor. And this mm. really really drunk, much older woman um, wanted me to dance with her. And so as she was pulling me out, a cougar, yeah, a uh, cougar. Well, nah, not not oh. uh, yeah, not uh, oh, okay. yeah. No, not not that nice of a model, uh, you know. Like, but uh, you know, just not, I'm trying to be as as kind as, but not, um, you know, mm. not. I wasn't interested. I'll put it that way. And as she was pulling me out onto the dance floor, I pretended like I blew my knee out. <laughs> so that what I didn't have to mean? dance. I swear, to, I swear to God, I grabbed my knee and sold an ACL injury on the dance oh, floor, so you, that I didn't have d- to dance with her. You you just did the boomerang thing. <laughs> you just did. You just did Eddie Murphy and Eartha Kid. <laughs> is that Marcus. what it is? <laughs> is that yes? Yeah, I pretended like I hurt yes. my knee, and because and because I had ripped up my knee before, uh, like I I had blown the, uh, the oh, I, I dislocated my kneecap and all that. I knew it's exactly. Broke. I knew exactly how to hold it. 
to make it to make it seem like it was legit. And then as it was like I was a, a professional wrestler, as my friends pretended to, to put my arm on their shoulder to carry me around the corner, we went to the other bar and got another beer. And I I, I turned in I turned into Spacey off a Usual Suspects where my, oh. where my 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 walk completely cleared up and everything was fine oh after God. that. I didn't want to dance, so maybe that's the move. If you see a big bruising running back coming through the hole and you're a linebacker or a safety coming down to make a play, do what I did that one night and pretend like you hurt your knee so you don't have to deal with it. Man. Listen, man, I'm a gentleman. What do you want, Bucky? I'm a gentleman here. Poor, poor, poor cougar. Uh, uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, very, I'm sure a nice woman, but very, uh, very intoxicated, and I was not, uh, not, not into it uh, at that moment in time. All right, so uh, Bucky Brooks, let's uh, let's dive into this. The New Orleans Saints. And there is some question as to whether or not Drew Brees is going to play. Uh, You've seen some reports that have said no. You've seen some that have said, oh, well, he could play against against Philadelphia. I don't know why you would risk it. Like, I I don't know. I don't know why you would you you would try and throw him out there because he apparently was at practice and then he was not Then there's talk they're going to move him to week 15 and maybe play him. But at this point. It seems to be working well enough with Taysom Hill. I would argue you can beat the Saints without Drew, beat the Eagles rather without Drew Brees. But you pointed this out on NFL.com that Taysom Hill might actually be an improvement over what they had with Drew Brees on offense. Hey, look, and it pains me to say that because I was the biggest detractor of Taysom Hill. I couldn't imagine him being a starting quarterback in the league, much less an upgrade over what Drew Brees brought to the Saints. But as I look at them play, and this is why you need sometimes to see people play before you kind of weigh in, I love what Sean Payton is doing with this offense with Taysom Hill. Throughout the Denver game, because they knew they could beat Denver. Denver didn't have a quarterback that game. They just tried to play not to lose, and they did that. But the two games that he has played now, both of those games were against the Atlanta Falcons. They are running the football. They're doing some creative things with Taysom Hill, and they make you defend, what I say, a different dimension to their offense. And in the three games since he's taken over, they're averaging over 200 rushing yards. Um, They've been more efficient and effective in the red zone. Uh, The defense has played well. I think some of that is a byproduct of probably playing fewer snaps because there's an increased reliance on the run game. And this team can switch styles. Yes, Taysom Hill will need to be able to show that he can pass, but I think there's there's something to what Taysom Hill brings. And I know Sean Payton won't completely take Drew Brees out, but I think as we get into the postseason tournament, maybe this becomes a 50-50 deal as opposed to the 85-15 deal that we saw with Drew Brees. Well, and Drew Brees mentioned this before the season. They asked him if he was open to it, and he said he would be open to it. The idea of, of splitting reps with Taysom Hill – and I just I wonder, I wonder does Sean Payton feel beholden to Drew Brees? Like he's got to bring him back, and he and he's got to because mm-hmm. at, at this point, are they better off with Taysom Hill than with Drew Brees? I mean, Drew Brees certainly brings some value. I mean, the experience matters. Yeah. He can give them a few different things when he is in in the mix, and so I think you certainly want to make sure that you you have the, the veteran there. And you do some of those things that they were doing in the passing game. But Taysom Hill's running ability and all of that other stuff, it matters. Now, hey, Jonas, I, I know you don't see this, but Iowa just scored this touchdown. Oh, I saw it. Number, number six, he he, he he jumps in and he does the flip. Did he hurt himself? He hurt himself. <laughs> yep. Iowa Sam, 
Like in he, I was here him, just thinking that here's, thing. What are you doing? Here, here's, I mean, look, he is flying. He runs. He runs past the, the, the secondary. He does a. I don't trying know. Trying to be all is. cutesy like Tyreek Hill. Oh, yes. man, that's flipping a nasty one. And, and, and now, Gimpy. look, now he is on the side because he's their, he's their star he, receiver. He's under, he's under the tent. That's a nasty he's, one. He's under the tent. And it was like, a cool flip, though. It was pretty damn cool. It was, but see, here's the thing. Yeah. It was he, reckless. He's, he's lucky that I thought he hurt his knee when he first, because whenever you're looking at a game, you can always tell when something is wrong from yeah. a player because they're like, uh, uh-oh. Oh boy! Sorry. Same time. North Carolina. By the way, that might be that might be the best run I've seen all season in college. Javante Williams is a and th- this yes. is aw- let me tell you something. I want to apologize. This is awful radio, but there's a hell of a run that just took place in the North Carolina game. Oh. It almost almost uh, a Walter Payton esque slash beast mode in the playoffs against the Saints. <laughs> I mean that that's a guy who for whatever reason was really pissed off in the moment, <laughs> and he mm. wanted to, he wanted to expose some people on Miami. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny, I, man. So, okay, Joe. So let me ask you this: because having witnessed the play with Iowa, if you're if, if you're the head coach, your parents, yeah, do you walk over to the medical tent and say anything? Um, like how, how do you, how do you handle that situation? Well, I, like, I, I don't. Here's look. You don't want like you don't want guys to not be able to feel like they can have fun and enjoy themselves a little bit. But at some point he's hurt, dude. All right. So he's walking <laughs> off the field and he's, he's doing the straight leg walk. Like, uh, like somebody oh, that yeah. had, uh, somebody had too mm-hmm. many, too many bowls of chili and is trying to get out of there in white jeans. Like he's, he looks like he's trying not to crap his pants right yeah. now. Um, yeah, he, and so, he, 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 he heard it. Like, I, I don't understand that. And you look, the grammaticas did it to where they jumped up and down and, and one mm-hmm. of them blew mm-hmm. the ACL. Remember Lamar Houston was, celebrating a sack um and and ended up uh, tearing up his knee and and that ended up you know yeah, being he, a, he a, broke a, his i think he uh, this is right did he break it I, i'm thinking like jonas when you just look at the replay it flopped around right when you look at the replay and to see the way he grabbed it i don't want to have reckless speculation but it doesn't look good it wasn't yeah. it wasn't just an ankle sprain i just why why not just cross the end zone and why take it? Man, Ryan Tannehill did the same thing. Oh, he this did. Year. Yeah, he did the he did and the he, jump, man. Yes, and did he? He called. And he said, "Hey, yeah, I'm kind of idiotic." Like, yeah, yeah, like and and that's a guy who's had knee injuries. Yeah, like, yeah. At, at what point are you like, you know what? Why don't I just cross the end zone and not take chances here? Yeah. Like, I don't want to deal with this. I really don't. Like, that's that's if if you're if you're Ferentz, at what point in the week? Do you put that play on the big screen and say, "Hey, just wanted to show you the play of the game, guys," and show this right guy. away? Yeah, right away, right away. You put it up there. I will. You're- I will add, Jonas. Though the year that they've had, especially this crazy summer, uh, Amir Smith being a senior as well, I think he's um, probably not going to get anything said to him. Yeah. But if he's injured on that for the rest of the year on a celebration, that's is absurd. Oh, what do you mean he's not going to get anything said to him? Like. Uh- Oh, you think you think because of all the uh, well, he's also it's just been a very very interesting year for him too because he yeah, there's more context. Well, I mean, maybe maybe we'll hear more about that in the Iowa minute. Who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe there's a possibility we can get some of that. Um, by the way, I might have jinxed North Carolina. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's forty-one eighteen missed field goal, uh, and now people think they have signs of life uh, for the Miami Hurricanes. So there's all sorts of stuff going on here. This is craziness. Uh, all right, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next. I'm going to make a prediction, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to run something by Bucky Brooks about a team in the NFL. 
and I want to get his thoughts on it and just be brutally honest terrible idea or something you could see happening it's a big story in the nfl that's next here on fox sports radio there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, thank you. <laughs> what a voice. What a voice. The great Bill Belichick and the powerhouse six-win New England Patriots who somehow have won six games with an offense that looks more like eight-man football every single week. Uh, just a job well done uh, by Bill Belichick. Anything he's, else? He's now, well, we're just trying to do the show, Coach. Uh, he's Bill Belichick. Uh, he's Bucky Brooks, and I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up here 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to have the Iowa Minute. I am being told it will happen and it will happen soon here on fox sports radio sam do we have confirmation on that iowa sam are we going to get the iowa minute on time are you going to screw us over again we will have so the iowa minute is in its new home of uh 3 (laughs) 30 pacific time 5 30 central yes or 345 545 uh but yes we will have it in about 15 minutes okay very good well yeah 
10, 15 minutes. Whatever. Yeah, well. Uh, so coming up in uh, less than 10 minutes from now, the Iowa Minute here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right. So, uh, Bucky Brooks, I want to throw a, a theory at you about something. All right. I've been thinking on this. So I believe that in the NFL, in certain places where there's rich tradition or tradition of success, that when things go off the rails and get really bad, the team always goes back to somebody they know mm-hmm. or, or somebody to bring back their tradition. You know, like, oh, well, we, we got to get back to who we are as a team. You know, we got to get back to insert team name football, our brand of football. And you saw it when, when the Chip Kelly stuff went down in Philadelphia and they ended up moving on from Chip Kelly, who did they turn to? a former Eagle guy who was on the coaching staff, Doug Peterson. Let's get back to what we are as a football team and somebody who knows our organization. So I'm going to make a prediction. I want you to tell me what you think of this. Mm. If the bears move on from Matt Nagy, they're going to say, we need to get back to bears football. Mm -hmm. We need to get back to who we are as a football team and who we are as an organization. And I think there's two guys to watch out for Jim Harbaugh, a former Chicago Bear drafted by the organization, and Pat Fitzgerald, mm. a local product, Northwestern coach. I think those are the two guys to look out for if the Bears make a move at head coach after the season. Mm. What do you think about that? I think Jim Harbaugh before I think Pat Fitzgerald. I just can't imagine Pat Fitzgerald jumping up and going to the pros. He has a pretty sweet setup at Northwestern. You only have to be a really good team once every four or five years. <laughs> he is the most successful program. Like He is already at statue level. So why? Really? Like what it, oh, statue level on <laughs> campus. Yeah. Okay, okay, like like, like why? Like why jump into the Bears thing that could be a two, three year thing max when you have a lifetime appointment at Northwestern? Um, I think he makes, if I'm not mistaken, and don't quote me on this, I think Pat Fitzgerald makes about $3 million a year at Northwestern. And look, I, I agree. And they've redone the campus. They put they put together, and I don't know if it was the, yeah, three the, three. Okay. the, the workout room or whatever it is that they did at Northwestern, but it's on the lake. And it's like on a body of water, mm-hmm. and it's it's magnificent. So they, they've put stuff into the program. And, yeah, he can be there as long as he wants. If I were him, I would stay at Northwestern. Me, personally, I would stay at Northwestern. But oh, I, North Carolina is out here showing off now. Oh, They're just listen, out here showing off. It, look, there's, there's a changing of the guard in the ACC. If people aren't <laughs> going to figure this out sooner or later. And did he – oh, oh, boy. Did he just do the U upside Kane's, down? Kane's oh. down. Oh, boy. Kane's down. down. Did he just do oh, the quarterback howl? Yeah, boy. <laughs> the quarterback howl for North Carolina just did a Miami Hurricanes U to the crowd and then did it down, down like horns down canes down nice catch nice catch by sam howell they did a reverse pass <laughs> a reverse pass to the quarter we always see it in the end near the end zone and then sam howell throws up the you and flips it down and then did canes wow yeah. that's uh, talking yeah. about disrespect yeah out, um, out so, so 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 back to pass for i just don't know what the upside i don't know what the upside is for him to take the bears job um it would be different to me if like there was a direct tie I know he doesn't have to leave and he's in the city and it seems like I just man you're you're at Northwestern you got this thing going the way Look, that you want to go I and would I, stay I, at Northwestern I mean he's me been personally. there he's been there 15 years I mean Jonathan okay so let's let's talk about how we're celebrating Pat Fitzgerald right 
<laughs> because no, it's always in the okay. reveal. By the so, way, I, I want I want people to just brace themselves. No, 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 no I'm not a hater. Th- this is this is because I've seen Bucky do this no, to no, Emmanuel no, no, Acho. No, 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 no. I, I've not, seen him do it to Emmanuel Acho on Fox Sports One about a hundred times. No, so I'm not. Uh, so okay, so fifteen years, fifteen years. Let's count the winning seasons. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, and this would be nine. And so of those winning seasons. A handful of those are seven and six seasons. He has a 565 winning percentage, which is fine. But he can be the best coach that Northwestern has had. So, like, I mean, I understand NFL coaches may make, you know, we're talking maybe seven, so he could double his salary. But he can double that salary by just hanging, hanging around long enough to get it, you know? Um, I, I would stay at Northwestern if I were him. But I do believe that there is going to be that sort of thought process for the mm-hmm. Bears. I'm telling you, I, yeah. I know. You know they were three and nine last year. Northwestern three and nine. Well, yeah, but he's the know. hot coach. He was three and nine last yeah, year. Yeah, but you know, they, a couple of bad bounces here or there. Next thing you know, that they, they're four and eight. You know, okay. so I mean, come on, let's you know, this you know, you can't really uh, you know, last year. Listen, we're all about 2020, Bucky Brooks. Sorry, oh, 2019 is a long time ago. But my point is. You know how this stuff is going to go. This is this is what they're going to do. They're going to try and sell the fan base, and they're going to try and sell uh, the people in the media. We need somebody who knows this organization. Matt Nagy was an outsider. Uh, he didn't he didn't get it. He didn't run the ball effectively. We need. And if it's not going to be Harbaugh, I do think they're going to reach out. I don't think Pat Fitzgerald would take the job. I'd be surprised if he did. I wouldn't take the job. But he's a local product. He grew up in Illinois. He grew up in the area. And now he's the coach at Northwestern. I just think that there's going to be a push by the organization to try and sell everybody on. Hey, look, we need, we're back to Bears football. And that's where they're going to go with this. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. I'm telling you. If Matt Nagy's gone, which it looks more and more like Matt Nagy might be gone, there's going to be a push by the organization. How do, how do you, how do you feel about Matt Nagy being gone? Um, it's over. <laughs> like it's run its course. It's just here's here's the the issue I have with what happened with Matt Nagy. He was brought in to be an offensive coach, and he had club dub, and he had all that stuff early on, and he just sort of was able to piece together this offense that got him twelve wins. Well. You know, part of that 12 wins was they were forcing turnovers on defense, and Vic Fangio had those guys flying around. And people forget, before Khalil Mack got there, they were a top-10 defense. I mean, Akeem Hicks and all those guys were playing really well. And then since Fangio has left, and I don't know if there's a direct correlation to Fangio being gone or what or whatever, but since Fangio has left, the defense hasn't been the same. They're not creating turnovers. They're not forcing any turnovers. Leonard Floyd, who they walked mm-hmm. away from, has got has got more sacks than Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn combined. I so know. it's not all on Nagy. It's Ryan Pace as well too, who's butchered the quarterback position multiple times now, and it, so. It just feels like there's going to be a full house cleaning. There. Well, I think so. And I think that I don't know if you read the article or the I don't know if it came out this week. Yeah, it came out this week because they were talking about how the Bears contingent didn't really talk to Deshaun Watson in the run up to the yes. draft. Man, it's just it's such, crazy. Oh, it's just such a bad deal. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be tough. A lot of a lot of people don't fall fall on the sword for this one.
Uh, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, we will have the Iowa Minute. All right, the Iowa Minute, uh, a segment that I've been trying to get rid of for two years. But the Iowa Minute is next here on FSR. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, Tom Brokaw, who's on the updates today? That's Commander David Gaston. Yeah! What's up, Gas? I got a question for you. What's that, Gas? Uh, we've known each other for a long time. Yep. We're together. Yep. Um... Worth the overnights. Yep. Even while you're producing for Mike sure and Andy. Did. Then you, uh, and then, got, uh, then I got to got work on the overnight with you on yeah. the weekends. Yeah. Went to your wedding. Yeah. Celebrated with you. Yeah. Um, Talked about uh, you going from producer anchor to show host. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious as to why in the gutter got bumped from 3.30 Pacific to another obscure hour. A safer time. For who? Oh, for the listeners. Oh, yeah. that's not what we're, what we're in it for. Right? Well, I mean, I, you know, it just uh, it feels like it's a safer time. Uh, by the by the way, um, it, it, Iowa Sam's OCD is kicking in. Is he starting to stress out that he's not going to have enough time to do the Iowa Minute? Is that already happening? Is that what's yeah. going on? He's actually yelling at, yelling at Lee as we speak. By the way, uh, Anthony Joshua, a knockout no. in his fight against Pulev. Um, Heavyweight boxing. Just giving you guys a heads up. Oh, you knocked somebody out? Yeah. Later, mm-hmm. late in the fight. Is it bad that I want Miami to score right now just so North, North Carolina can continue to run the football? Look, this game's over, man. I don't even, like, why are they even playing the game still? Can you it's imagine, over. though? They have two backs right now over 200 yards. Listen, if, if I were, if I were um, <laughs> Manny Diaz, I would tell the media after the game, listen, man, Brock Berlin's not walking through that door. <laughs> all right? Gino Toretta's not walking through that door. All right? It's over. Yeah, I mean, it's a little, it might be a little personal. Brock Berlin. Might be a little personal between Mac and Manny Diaz. You know? Manny Diaz was his D coordinator at one time. Oh, was he really? Yeah, Texas. Yep. Oh, okay. So you think there's a little bad blood there? I mean, I won't say it's bad blood, but I mean, it might be a little personal. Can we roll with that on Fox Sports Radio's Twitter account? Bucky Brooks says there's bad blood between Mike <laughs> and Manny Diaz. <laughs> can, we just, can we stir the pot a well, little bit here? We could, <laughs> but we could, but Lee's getting yelled at right now by Iowa Sam still. <laughs> so. yes, he was. He was. He was. He was. He was yelling at him. He was yelling at like him just said, as he shuffles all of it, his papers. It's unbelievable that Iowa Sam literally only cares about the Iowa Minute. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care about anything else on this show. He's not. He's not even thinking about anything else. He has. He can't even remember segments we do after the Iowa Minute each week. That's his only goal. Is the Iowa Minute here on Fox Sports Radio? Adrenaline blackout is what happens. All right, I'm done. Guys, North Carolina 48-26 over Miami. Both are backs. Michael Carter, 17 carries for 236 and two touchdowns. Javante Williams, 19 carries, 202 yards and two touchdowns of his own. There's still plenty of time, about 13 minutes to go in regulation. This one, plenty of time for North Carolina to score more. Alabama 52-3 over Arkansas. Georgia won earlier today. Arizona's firing head coach Kevin Sumlin. Bruce Feldman first to report on that. Back to guys thanks dave jonas knox bucky brooks here on fox sports radio by the way um 
How do you like your top 13 uh, Coastal Carolina Anticleers giving up 38 to Troy? Uh, how about that? Um, celebrate uh, celebrate yeah. a little too much. Yeah, you know, just wondering uh, if, Dave, if Dave's going to mention that at all. Uh, all right, uh, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Right now, it's time for something we don't really want to do. It's time for this. Hey, got a minute? Hey, this heaven? No. Iowa. Like you give a damn. Now presenting the most up-to-date happenings from Iowa's four Division I teams. Ladies and gentlemen, cows and pigs. It's the Iowa Minute. Here's Iowa Sam. I'm going to go count Kleenex in a box. I'll see you guys in a few. Well, I did love that uh, that Brock Berlin. Oh, what do you got going here? You uh, you going through uh, wrapping paper, Jonas? That's what's going on? Yeah. I did love that Brock Berlin uh, reference. That had been a while since I heard his. <laughs> I don't even know. I got to get a life. Uh, to the wretched Big Ten we go. The sinking landfill fire of a conference schedule today offers us a cancellation of the game, capitalize the game, but we still have the battle for the Heartland Trophy. An anatomically ambiguous bull on top of a slab of wood. It's Wisconsin at number 16, Iowa. The Badgers, clawed by COVID this year, have still won four straight and nine out of the last ten in the series. Wisconsin coming into this game, a confounding two and two, limited offensively as of late. Defense still solidly elite. And they came in a two-point favorite in this game. Iowa has won five straight games overall. And it is December in Iowa, so not surprising that snow fell earlier in the day and right now a mix of flurries and freezing rain. Usually the regular season would be wrapped up by now, guys. But alas, here we are. And speaking of wrapping up, this game is ticking down. A defensive battle. Six to nothing Iowa at the half off two kicks from All-American Keith Duncan. Both teams combined for less than 200 yards at halftime. Third quarter, Wisconsin misses a field goal attempt. Iowa's ensuing possession. Big catch from Amir Smith-Marset. We'll get to him. And then from 19 yards out, another one from ISM. Goodson in the backfield. Wisconsin's a late blitz. He's going to the end zone. Has a man open. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Amir Smith-Marset. That was a Gary Don't Call Me a Miami Dolphin, Learfield IMG College. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> well, you were calling him Gary Porpoise, you know. Uh, it's a little better. Later, uh, Iowa turns it over on a special team snafu. And Nakia Watson pounds it in from one yard out. Guys, it's 21-7 right now. Uh, as we alluded to, Amir Smith-Marset, he caught that third actually that second touchdown uh on the day for him but flips into the end zone and uh what were you saying jonas you were uh, worried it might be a long-term uh, injury uh it looked like he might have broken his leg mm. i'm just it's uh didn't look good it's always a stupid silly uh end zone touchdown flip it is 21-7 i mean when you're limping like that in a time when you know you're trying not to limp. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. like that tells yeah, you're me trying it's a little to, more yeah, serious. Yeah, it's, it's a little more serious. And... So we got about seven minutes left in this game. Wisconsin did have a fourth and ten. They were going for it all uh, deep in Iowa's uh, territory, but they turned it over on downs. About seven minutes to go. Also, guys, Iowa defensive tackle Davion Nixon is the sole defensive lineman out of six Outland Trophy semifinalists announced recently. Nixon has six and a half sacks on the year and a pick six. All right, we're going to move on to something else here. Iowa State is preparing for Oklahoma. 
Iowa getting cold and wet today against Wisconsin, but Iowa State football players are snuggled up with a mug of hot Ovaltine on a couch watching ball and resting up for their seventh-ranked cycle. Ovaltine. 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 You like Ovaltine. Oh, my gosh. Ovaltine. Better for you than, uh, what was it, uh, YooHoo or... Nesquik, whatever that crap was. Who the was. hell drinks Ovaltine? Ovaltine. I did. Bucky did, clearly, because he recognized uh, <laughs> the, No, just because you recognize doesn't mean you drank it. You drank Ovaltine? Oh. Yes, it had vitamin A in it. What my are you, mom the, bought it for me. The Bumpus's dogs on Christmas Story? <laughs> and I got my decoder ring, too. That's an old school uh, reference. Wow. All right. So the Cyclones are wow, uh, preparing for uh, number 11, Oklahoma. <laughs> Listen, the Sooners got a break as well because their game against West Virginia got canceled. It was supposed to be played today. So Sooners Cyclones Big 12 Championship game December 19th at Jerry's World. Hopefully yeah. we can make it to kickoff. Mm-mm. It's an early one too, 11 a.m. Central. Sooners yeah. currently a five-point favorite. It's the rematch of Iowa State's win over the Rattler and company. I'll conclude Iowa State talk with this um, arbitrary but important factoid brought to you by up-to-the-minute grain prices. At plus 32, Iowa State has the greatest tackle-for-loss differential in the nation. Good line play. All right, guys. This Iowa Minute machine could use it's, a little WD-40. Yeah, it's a, a lot. Squeaking a, lot of, a lot of WD-40. Right, I don't go. know what kind of punt that just was. <laughs> Bucky just yeah, was what was that? Carver Hawkeye <laughs> Arena. Two teams entered. None would leave with a win. First, number 16, North Carolina uh, paying uh, Iowa City a visit for the Big Ten ACC Challenge. I know Bucky saw this one. And I must hand it to the Tar Heels. They did a nice defensive job on Luca Garza in the first half. But Never they heard couldn't. If they couldn't stop the long-range infantry. <laughs> the rainbow three is good again by Wieskamp. Roy Williams turned and faced the empty seats as if to say, what can you do? Yes, Luke Sam, Garth, This keeps Sam, going and going. Sam, I have a I'm question not done. for you. Sam, I'm not done yet. Who's Iowa's punter? Uh, his name is... Um, Tory Taylor, I believe. Okay. He's from yeah. Australia. He's All great. Right. Yeah. Does he great. have a pr- Does he have a prosthetic leg? <laughs> he Why? might. <laughs> because it looked like his prosthetic leg just fell off when he tried to punt. Well, it's a That's different tactic they use over in Australia. They're very sound punchers over in the uh, over down it's under. Like, it's like uh, you know uh, what what's his name? The guy off uh, uh, what's the, the fugitive? Oh where yeah. He's trying to, where he goes through all the prosthetic department to try and find the guy with the prosthetic arm. You find this thing. Yeah, like that guy. I think he's putting for Iowa right now. He may be. Well, so, guys, back to that game against North Carolina. Luca Garza held in check with 16 points, 14 rebounds, 4 blocks. His long stretch of consecutive 20-plus point games snapped. But Iowa's abundance of 3-point shooters dropped 17 threes on the Tar Heels. Iowa wins going away 93-80. to I am not done yet. I still have pages to go. Here we go. And Friday night, Iowa hosted a young, green Iowa State team and took them to the woodshed. Wieskamp clears. Here's Bohannon on his horse ahead to Garza. Garza to the basket. Shot up and good. Yeah, that was Luca. Can't hold me in check long. Garza. 34 points on 13 of 14 shooting. Butchery. Iowa wins 105-77. They shot 54% from the field. Here is Iowa State coach Steve Prome after the loss. We got no food. We got no jobs. Oh, God. Our pets' heads are falling off. 
And sadly, Northern Iowa's game against UW-Green Bay canceled because of COVID concerns. They are trying to get off the schneid. And Drake is perfect 5-0. and They've been obliterating everybody in their path. And that's the very long, very extended Iowa Minute. Well done. That's, wow. Talk wow. about uh, you know mixing in different stories, keeping it fresh. I'm uh, gassed. You know. Yeah, I mean, and I know. And, and now uh, moving forward, you're going to be gone the rest of the show. Uh, it's over. So uh, lead the lap. <laughs> oh, uh, lead the lap. Go ahead and uh, just start taking over uh, for Sam because uh, we've lost him the remainder of the show. That's how this is going to go. I'm telling you. When you allow me to go in the uh, the three thirty slash five thirty Central Time time slot, it, it's going to be a little long. But I have um, a lot to get to. Right. I mean, yeah, that, that was that was a, that was a lengthy one. Yeah, it was. Uh, all right, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, there was a decision made in the world of football. Um, one coach is not happy about it, and he's a little bit hypocritical. We'll dive into that here next on Fox Sports Radio. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up in, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, Bucky Brooks has done it again. He has got a list, a list of teams with a real hope and chance in the NFL playoffs. We will dive into that here coming up a little over 10 minutes from now uh, on Fox Sports Radio. So, uh, Bucky Brooks, it is a, a busy, uh, busy day in the world of college football. How you feeling about uh, your North Carolina Tar Heels? Or have 55 points on the board against Miami? You know, just trying to get better. Just trying to focus on being 1-0 this week, you know? Uh, was that enough coach speak for you? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> that, that, that is very. By the way, have you ever found yourself talking to your team? Because uh, if you don't know this, Bucky Brooks is the man responsible for the turnaround <laughs> of Granada Hills football. That. Yes, you are. Come on. Uh, what do you mean? No. You, you know that you've turned around the program there. Uh, John Elway's alma mater. Did you have you ever found yourself talking to your team and you're just thinking, God, I don't even believe any of this. <laughs> like, honestly, like, no, you know, like, like you're no, really you trying try, to sell them. I mean, you try. Yeah. I mean, you know, you try, you try to always make sure you're authentic in what you say. And so sometimes there are things that um, as a coach, you're supposed to be like, hey, you know, guys, you probably shouldn't run over there and do all the little stuff like um, penalties or talking trash or whatever. But then there's a part of you that's like, I don't really care about that. Like, do you think? But I know I probably shouldn't. Shouldn't condone that. So, hey, hey, stop that. <laughs> Knock that off. <laughs> hey, you, you better quit it. <laughs> uh, but, all right. So I wanted to get your your thoughts on this. Speaking of the ACC, Dabo Swinney uh, was – I don't – I don't want to say that he threw shade or, but he was a little bit critical of just sort of the idea behind Ohio state still sitting where they're sitting, having played only five, six games on the season. Obviously today would have been Ohio state, Michigan. Um, unfortunately that didn't go through because of all the COVID stuff happening. But um, so Ohio state, Michigan gets canceled. And then you got Dabo Swinney coming out talking about how he feels bad for some of these teams, like a Texas A&M who's only got one loss on the season playing 10, 11 games, as opposed to Ohio state who's undefeated, but playing half of those games and still in a position to control their own destiny and get into to the college football playoff. Are you okay with where Ohio State sits right now? I think I need to see what it looks like after like the final set of games. Because the only thing that I will say, um, because there's been conversation, let's say Clemson and Notre Dame play, and let's just say it's flipped. Clemson wins the ACC championship, Notre Dame loses. I don't think Notre Dame should be penalized 
and out of the college football playoff after being in the mix the entire time. I know Ohio State has only played five or six games uh, through no fault of their own, but it is what it is. I don't know how you can reward a team that doesn't play a significant amount of games with a playoff spot if there's another team that is deserving. That said, I, I mean, do you really believe that Texas A&M is one of the top four co- teams in the country? No, I, and I think right. Iowa so, State's So better. that's the other thing, too. Like, that's the thing. If I thought Texas A&M was really that squad, then I would be okay with it. But I, I don't think they're that. And and part of Dabo Swinney's criticism is he was sort of applauding the SEC and the Big 12 and the ACC for being able to put together a season. And I get it. And and we, we applauded them as well, too. And you were the guy who came on the air in the midst of all the chaos and said, Oh, do you guys actually think they're not going to play games in the SEC? <laughs> and you, you point out, you said, look, not only are they playing games, there's going to be fans at some of these games. Like, that's how the SEC rolls. That, that's, that's how this is going to go. And, and so I get what Dabo Swinney is saying. Celebrate. We were the conferences that, that you know, went through and went forward. But I don't know that you necessarily punish Ohio State because of the Big Ten's inability to come, come together with a plan early on and stick with that plan. It, to me, Iowa State or Ohio State was one of the teams that came out most strongly in support of a season. They were the ones that were campaigning, petitioning to try and put together a season. And Dabo Swinney's talking about, well, you know, I just don't know how you reward them. And my only my only pushback to Dabo Swinney would also be this. He's taught like the eye test is what's going to matter the most this year. Because there's no equal level playing field because not everybody is playing the same number of games and there's so many variations of a season for each team. So the eye test is important. I would say that Clemson has also benefited from the eye test in the past couple of years because although the ACC is is back better than it's been in, in quite some time, I would say this season, it's not like the ACC has been a powerhouse and Clemson's got all these top-notch wins. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So we've got ourselves some teams in the NFL that, believe it or not, are legitimate playoff contenders potentially even making a run in the postseason we will dive into all of that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now that guy right over there is bucky brooks i'm jonas knox this is fox sports radio you can hang out with us as always on the iheart radio app and wherever you are taking part in the program we appreciate a few minutes of your time happy holidays to you and yours as we come to you live from the geico fox sports radio studios or 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance visit geico Geico.com for a free rate quote. My guy, Bucky Brooks. What's up, Jonas? What's happening? Um, you should maybe think about, you know what? Screw it. If you're North Carolina, do you put up 70? I mean, I think you just keep calling your plays. You just keep calling plays. Yeah. If they can stop, I mean, you, you, you're running the ball. So, I mean, all you can do is do what you do. I mean, this is uh, an embarrassing game for the Miami Hurricanes, who have now given up 62 to North Carolina, and the game is not over. 62 points. Is it? What's the most amount of points that you've given up at any level of, of uh, NFL, college, high school? Do you recall, like, being a part of a team that was getting yeah, uh, one, completely yeah, annihilated? Yeah, um, well, this year we played and gave up 55 the West Ranch um, in high school. We One year I was at Notre Dame in high school. We were playing Corona Centennial, and I think they may have scored 55 and a half um, with Javon McKinley and <laughs> J.J. Taylor. I, I can't remember. Like it, I've erased it from my memory. I can't remember what they got to. But, yeah, it's not fun when you give up this many, many points. Like it's, I mean, it's tough. We're at uh, right now, there's a couple of minutes left to go in the game. There's just under four minutes left to go in the game. North Carolina has 549 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. Who, who's who's getting the blame for that? Well, it has to be Manny Diaz. He's the head coach and D coordinator. I mean, 549 yards rushing? Yeah, that's tough on the ground. Okay, would you? Okay, you're a coach. Would you rather give up 549 yards uh, in the air or 549 yards on the ground? Through the air, 100. Because totally in the agree. ground, in the ground is in the ground is personal. In the ground, it is like a, <laughs> it's it's a it is a beatdown. Like it's, it's personal, it's embarrassing. <laughs> you can't stop them. Um, it speaks to maybe a, a lack of toughness and everything. Yeah. So if you if you throw for it, so Aww. be it. But it it cannot be. We're just going to line up and just shove it. <laughs> no, that that it that is, is embarrassing. It is true because if it's if it's through the air, you can go, all right, well, we just got to make a couple of adjustments, you know, uh, change our coverage a little bit, uh, you know, some of our, our responsibilities, so on and so forth. But if it's on the ground, it's, no, no, here's what we're <laughs> going to do, and you're not stopping it. We're physically manhandling you. Yes. <laughs> yes. So 549 on the ground. Yeah, those, those, those are the weapons that are, are more personal when, when – like because if you do that and you never throw a pass, um, that's that's something that's different. 
You know, like that is a different <laughs> oh, deal. Oh, man. They have so given up good. 773 total yards. My gosh. I, I don't. Has North Carolina football ever dominated a game like this? Like in this fashion? I mean, not like this. Not running the ball like this. I mean, and against a, a top 10 team in college football. So, mm. by the way, Miami mm-hmm. was number mm-hmm. 10 in the country in this game and has just given up 62 points and nearly 550 yards on the ground. And they're punting. So, North Carolina is going to get what the you ball do is back. Take, you see, now, now what you really want to do if you want to be like, let's just say I was being a jerk. What you do if you're being a jerk is you just take a knee. Now, with like three minutes left, you just take a knee. You take oh, t- take four knee, three knees, and punt right. back. Yeah, you, okay. You just, so, <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right, so that's go. how you're a jerk. All right, I yeah. guess that's when you're being a jerk. All right, like, so yeah, I, you know, I just take a knee. So let's strategize this. So is that more insulting than uh, you know going for it on fourth down up by you know sixty two twenty? To me, it's more insulting because then you're patronizing because <laughs> then you're like, oh okay. Or, or you put somebody you put somebody in who should never play right, and you run plays with them, and then everyone on the sideline is like, "Yay!" Like all of that to me is more annoying. Yeah, you know what I would do? I would just put in like the third string middle linebacker at quarterback and just say, "You know what?" Why so I told you that's that is why I have a tough spot for Steve Spurrier because when they beat us forty-one nothing my freshman year, and they put the tight end in to kick the PAT. That's when I was like, oh, okay, wait, 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 hold, hold on a second. I didn't know that part of the story. Uh, yeah, so not, okay, for, so, for for people just that have never heard this story before, you've told it a couple of times, but please tell the story about Steve Spurrier <laughs> and your run in with Steve Spurrier back in college. Okay, Steve Spurrier, my freshman year, nineteen eighty nine in North Carolina. Steve Spurrier was at Duke. He was the head coach. It was his last season at Duke. They won the ACC title because they had to beat us to win it. They beat us forty one nothing in that game. They're running. I mean, they're, we're we're bad. We're one in ten a year. Like they're running double reverses, trick plays, and all that. The last touchdown, they had their tight end, their starting tight end comes in and kicks the PAT <laughs> to make it forty-one. And then after the game, where you do the customary handshake, their entire team <laughs> ran past us and ran and took a team picture under. <laughs> The scoreboard that was in the corner of the end zone. Yeah. yeah. Round of applause for Steve Spurrier, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the head ball yeah, so, coach. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, old, old ball coach. Old ball coach knows how to be a jerk. So he was he was being a jerk. Oh, that's yeah, somebody's got to block somebody. Uh, apparently, apparently they're not blocking anybody in uh, uh, Miami Gardens or wherever the hell this uh, stadium mm. is at in South Florida. Uh, let's go live to our. I have a thought on this annihilation in Miami and the ACC. Dave Gascon for the latest. Dave, uh, I was going to say if you wanted to be a jerk, why not put Javante Williams back in the game? No, 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 no. You don't he, want to do that. But you'd have two backs with over three hundred yards on the ground. No, no, no. You don't want to do that. Like, why not? Because you want to, you want to, you want to be a classy jerk. Like you want to be a jerk without it being like. No, you want to be a jerk. Yeah, you don't want to be overt. Like you want to be like, oh, I didn't even know. Like what? Like you don't want to be like the dingbat where you got the starters in and all that because then they hurt you. But this for North Carolina happens what once every thirty years? Whoa, 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 easy. Forty years? Easy. I mean, here's here's what you do. If one of these guys breaks off a long run. And it looks like they're going to score. This is this is what I would do. I would go to I would go to take a knee at the one yard line and then have my lineman push me into the end zone. 
Like I, I, like, like I was getting ready to take a knee, like a mercy rule, and then have one of my linemen pretend to trip and fall and push me into the end zone. That's what I would do. If we really want to get sadistic about this stuff, that's what I would do. And it, it looks like uh, this is going to come to a uh, conclusion here. I have got to see the handshake between Mac Brown and Manny Diaz. I got to see it. Oh, man. I got to see it. I mean, this, this is bad, man. This is this is as bad as it gets for Miami mm. football. Yeah, this is a tough one. <laughs> it, this it, is it, even uncomfortable when you're the winning coach. This is tough. And oh, yeah. when you're the winning coach over a protege, a little dicey. Yeah, little that's dicey. so. So they are uh, coming out for those of you just oh, tuning that was, in. Yeah, um, that was short. 62. Oh, he patted, yeah, he patted, yeah. He, patted him, he patted him. Hey, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. patted him, and uh, yeah, we're, we're all good here. Uh, so 62 points the Miami Hurricanes give up. 62-26 the final. Uh, and, um, and the North Carolina Tar Heels are going to finish with 560 yards rushing on the ground. Mm. That, that is the latest that I'm seeing, but well over 550 yards rushing on the ground. Mm. Never mm. seen anything mm. like it. Mm. That's impressive. Mm. Uh, all right. So Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You, my friend, have done it again. All right. So you put together a list of teams and, and this this feels like you're being generous. You want you want fan bases to feel like they've got, you know, some hope heading into the postseason. But you actually have, after looking at some of the playoff scenarios, your top five Goldilocks teams in 2020. Now, do you want to explain the criteria? <laughs> All right, do you want to explain the criteria as to how you become a, a Goldilocks team in the NFL, according to Bucky Brooks? What are we talking about here? Okay, so Goldilocks, everyone knows the story. Goldilocks and the three bears and all those things and how she samples the porridge. And, you know, everything just has to be right. Like the, the porridge has to be right. The chair has to be right. The bed has to be right. All those things. Or she's not comfortable. So there are a handful of teams in the league where – the game has to go according to script or they just can't win. They, they can't get it done in the postseason. And so, and looking at the list, should I go five to one or one to five? Like, what, what do you think? What's better radio? Let's it's, go five to one. Okay, five so, to five, one. so five to one. So here are the five teams that are in playoff contention that, look, everything has to go right for them, for them to do damage in the postseason. So we'll start off at five. We will go with your New York Giants. All right. And the reason why the Fighting Joe Judges get up in there is because their overall toughness. There's nothing about this team when I look at their roster or whatever. It is just about the energy, the physicality, and the execution that they have started to show under Joe Judge's leadership. Four, we got the Washington football team. We've already talked about them earlier. They got a five-star defensive front that gets after it. Chase Young, Montez Sweat, those guys coming off the corner. Alex Smith has given them steady guidance. If they are able to really dictate the terms by holding onto the ball on offense and then letting their defense work, they certainly can get in the mix. At three, I really like this team at three, the Minnesota Vikings. Wow, really? The Minnesota Vikings only because like they're a team that has all kinds of potential. Like I, I put in the article – 300, 100, and 100. You can get a 300-yard pass from Kirk Cousins, a 100-yard game from Dalvin Cook, and Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, either one of those guys can be a 100-yard receiver. And so because they're so explosive on offense in their run it first, run it second, and every now and then throw it offense, they are a very, very difficult and, team to deal with, Jonas. And by, and by the way, can we give them a little bit of credit? Uh, Spielman uh, in the front office, Rick Spielman, a little bit of credit. They know they lose Stephon Diggs and they go and they, they address the position in the draft. Justin Jefferson's had a fantastic rookie season. He's been great. Fantastic. Fantastic. He has been all 
I mean, he's been outstanding. He's he's one of the best there is. Number two, Las Vegas Raiders. The game has to be played on their terms. They have to be able to run the ball, uh, retain possession. They have to have time possession around 33 minutes for them to be able to get the game on their terms to protect their defense. Derek Carr continues to make these plays. But when they're able to do that and establish it from the jump, they're as tough as any team in the league. And then the final team, your Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Your Cleveland Browns yeah. are really turning back the clock. They're doing it with uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It almost reminds me of when I used to play Tecmo Bowl as a kid when they had <laughs> Ernest Biner and Kevin Mack, and you just, just run and wiggle the joystick and shake everybody off. That's how the Browns play. They run it. Baker Mayfield, when he's on his game, man, they are tough. And so this defense is coming on. I just really, really like what the Browns are doing. Yeah, no, they're, and they're a fun team to watch because they do it differently. And Stefanski's been great. And look, Jarvis Landry's starting to heat up a little bit in the past couple of games. But I, I here's, I get this funny suspicion that Baltimore is going to get them on Monday night. I don't know why. I just it. I get this this funny suspicion that Baltimore is going to have something for him on Monday night because the Browns are feeling themselves. And I would argue. I was thinking about this too. That game against Tennessee is the biggest win since the Browns have been back to Cleveland. Honestly, can you think of a bigger one since they've been back to Cleveland? No, that's the biggest that's the one. Biggest win. Yeah. That's the biggest one because the way they did it was very impressive. Yes, in the way they did it, it pushed them over. They got a winning season. And you can begin to envision this team being around for a while in terms of the way that they play physical, rugged. Kevin Stefanski has kind of cleaned up some of the messes that existed before them. This is a really solid team. And as long as Baker stays within himself and they don't ask Baker to do too much, they absolutely can beat anybody on this schedule. Is he going to get uh, that big rookie extension? Oh, no, I mean, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean got to be easy. I think, I, I think I you mean, can – I think I would resign Baker – because he does give you a level of consistency and continuity, but it's going to be on my terms, meaning the deal is going to be more team-friendly tonight. All right. I mean, <laughs> like you think Baker Mayfield's going to take a, a hometown discount with the okay, Browns? Okay, well then, great, Baker. You can go out there and, and shop, and <laughs> you'll be back. <laughs> I but, mean, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, that, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting to watch, but good for the Cleveland Browns. They're having a, a, a very, very good year, and it's good to see. Uh, the the NFL's better when the Browns are good, all right? Mm-hmm. And, and I remember one of my favorite sports documentaries was The Drive, the Broncos-Browns AFC title game, and you just go back to when the Browns were good and they were in back-to-back, and Marty Schottenheimer was mm-hmm. the coach. It's just it's better when that's a good team. Now, they have not had a 10-win season since back in 2007. And that was the team that that missed the playoffs. Um, but it was Derek Anderson at quarterback. Brady Quinn was the backup. And Brady Quinn told me a funny story about Romeo Cornell. So Romeo Cornell was the head coach of Cleveland that year, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a 10-win season, and they missed the playoffs. And they were bummed out about it because it was a good team. Josh Cribbs was returning kicks. You had uh, Braylon Edwards was on that team. Um, I, I, I think Kellen Winslow Jr. before all the other issues. I think that he was also on that team. Joe Thomas was a rookie uh, tackle at that time. And so they were bummed out. And they were talking to Romeo Cornell about it. And Romeo Cornell told him, well, we just didn't win the right 10 games. 
It's like, wait, what? It's like, okay, well, I guess that's a fair point. But, uh, but yeah, so good for the Cleveland Browns. So that is uh, Bucky Brooks's list of Goldilocks teams. If it goes just right, those are the teams that could make a run uh, in the NFL playoffs. All right, Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, we are going to talk to a former NFL quarterback about what's really happening in Philadelphia with Carson Wentz. What's really going on? And have we seen the end of Carson with the Philadelphia Eagles? That's next here on FSR. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up in, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to have in the gutter, we're going to take you into the gutter of Sports Talk Radio. Literally, that coming up here 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, always kind enough to spend a few minutes with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Former NFL quarterback, now an analyst from Pro Football Focus. He is the great Bruce Gradkowski. Bruce, Jonas and Bucky, what's happening on a Saturday? 
Guys, I'll tell you what, I, I love the intro jam. A little Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming to town. We've been jamming that uh, at our house uh, with the kids lately. I mean, let's not bury the lead here, though. How about those Toledo Rockets? <laughs> oh, How about those Toledo on, guys. Rockets? That's, uh, that's what we do. That's yeah. what we do. A, a win over uh, Central Michigan, uh, four and two on the season. Our Toledo, and we've got the pride of uh, of Toledo here with us on Fox Sports Radio. So, Bruce, I got to ask you this, and I want you to be completely honest: How awkward is the quarterback room in Philadelphia right now? I oh, mean, <laughs> you know, it's tough. I, I don't know if it's more awkward when uh, I was with Marcus Russell in, in the quarterback room in Oakland when I took over for him or not, but. <laughs> You know those those times are tough, man. It's it's it is. It's not a good feeling. Even like you think of Nick Mellons and Jimmy Garoppolo and Colt McCoy and Daniel Jones. Like anytime a backup fills in for the quote unquote franchise quarterback, you're kind of like, all right, I know it's his team, and you know you kind of tiptoe on like, all right. But I'll tell you what, when you get your chance as a backup, you have to take the approach that this is your football team, you're out there on the field, you're the one playing, and you have to approach it that way. If not, you will get caught looking over, looking over your shoulder, looking behind you, trying not to do anything wrong. And if you're Jalen Hurts right now, this is an unbelievable opportunity. It's a tough week because they're facing a really good football team. But he gets a chance, and that's all you can ask for. And if you're Carson Wentz, you're kind of like, man, I, you can't really do anything about it. You could sit there, be a good teammate, which, you know, Carson Wentz is, is a good professional, good player, good kid. Um, but it's tough, man. It's tough. But I just think um, you get this opportunity, man. you got to take full advantage of it. Okay, so now you dug Peterson and you made the move. How can they construct the offense to help Jalen Hurts play at his best? Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts, the thing I like about him is his mindset, what he's been through, you know, having to transfer from Alabama to Oklahoma, having to learn a new offense, having to just handle things that aren't comfortable. And he has the right mindset. I saw him get better, you know, uh, at the Senior Bowl, his pro day, at the Combine. Uh, You know, so he's the type of guy that I think brings the right type of mindset that can spark the offense. And then, like you said, Bucky, now it's like, hey, coach, you know, I'm comfortable with these plays on third down. I'd love these drive starters if you could. I love this on first and second down. I like these screens. I I love these shots downfield. And now, you know, Doug Peterson can get a feel what Jalen Hurts likes. Now, Jalen Hurts doesn't always throw in on time and in rhythm. But he's able to extend plays. He's able to make plays downfield when he does see a target. He wants to throw it, and he hits it. Um, And that's what they need to do. Because one of the stats that stood out to me with Carson Wentz, it wasn't, you know, how he leads us at PFF with the most turnover-worthy plays, uh, but it was the uncatchable, inaccurate throws um, that he's missing. You know, on targets that are open, uncatchable, inaccurate. He leads, you know, us at PFF with the most uncatchable and accurate throws. So I think if Jalen Hurts gets an opportunity, the guys are open, he'll be able to hit it. Uh, he's Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback, now an analyst for Pro Football Focus, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks with you here on FSR. One of the the theories that I've heard talked about when it comes to Carson Wentz and his struggles is his confidence. He's really shook right now. He's in his own head, and the mental part of it is really what's bogging him down, and that is leading to maybe some of the mistakes being made on the field. 
you being yeah. a former quarterback, can you recall a time where you were have had an issue with confidence and how it affected your on-field play and, and how you can relate to maybe what Carson Wentz is going through right now? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we talk about guys' physical skills and all that, but at the end of the day, it's playing with that confidence, the right demeanor, and it did. It happened to me when I was a rookie in 2006. I started 11 games for John Gruden, and my confidence was high, on fire. I'm a guy coming out of Toledo, six-round draft pick. You know, I got the big signing bonus of 87000 I, I was living on top of the world, and I didn't think I had to work another day in my life. You know, and after taxes, what, 49000 I'm like, man, I am loaded right now. And um, I get an opportunity to start 11 games, and it went well initially. And then towards the you know middle of that stretch, we're losing games. I'm not playing the greatest. I see John Gruden, and I feel his demeanor change towards me. Because I started hot off the scene. I was grasping his offense. I was an energy guy. I had the mindset. I was tough. So he loved that stuff. So he was, like, all about me initially. And then you could feel when he was kind of, like, looking at me sideways, like, I don't know about this. <laughs> so, so that, so that kind of, yeah, I know, guys, just, you know, that kind of just crushed me. You know, now I start pressing. I start overthinking things. Now I'm on the field thinking, what does he want me to do? I know what I should do. What does he want me to? And I was a very instinctual player. I felt like I had a good feel of the game. But anytime you start questioning yourself and you're not playing decisive, it's just not a good place to be. And that, that's kind of where Carson Wentz is. I mean, now, you know, every week they're, you're trying to fix everything, right? The coaches are probably like, hey, man, make sure you throw, follow through. Hey, make sure you know the rhythm's right. And you're throwing this on five steps and no hitch. And, you know, and then you're like over coaching. So now Carson Wentz is pressing. Now he gets an open receiver and he misses the throw. Now he's, you know, so he's all in his own head. So hopefully he can regroup from this uh, because I do think he's still a good young quarterback. You know, in, in, in thinking about that, I, I kind of want to move on to what we've seen from Alex Smith and the Washington football team. Uh, are you surprised that he has been able to come back and not only play, but to be an effective starting quarterback? I mean, it, his story is unbelievable because just seeing that piece on him and what he has overcome, man, it, it's unbelievable. I'd, I'd be just trying to walk again. You know, and to see that he's actually playing again. And that's where this Washington football team is. I mean, they started out at the beginning of the year, it was Dwayne Haskins, then Kyle Allen. Then Kyle Allen gets a uh, concussion, he's out. And then Alex Smith is playing. Then Kyle Allen's back and, you know, breaks his leg. And now Alex Smith's back in. And so it took Alex Smith a minute. You know, we're all excited he's back. And But to get him comfortable back in the lineup – and now I think where they're as a football team, they know who they are. It's a good, solid defense. Alex Smith's a veteran quarterback, great leader in the meetings, meeting rooms. He's going to make good decisions. He's going to be smart with the football. And then, you know, he's got to, you know, push the ball downfield at times. And if he can hit those throws, this, this is going to be not a bad team. And so I think they found their confidence. I think they're, you know, playing well as a football team. And it is. It's really remarkable of where Alex Smith is right now and what he's able to do. Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback, now an analyst for Pro Football Focus, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks with you here on FSR. Bruce, I don't know what to do with the Rams because I, I feel like 
it, it wouldn't surprise me if they represented the NFC in the Super Bowl, and then it wouldn't surprise me if they were out in the first round. And I don't know if this is on Jared Goff, yeah. but when, when you watch them on offense, why does it still feel like Jared Goff makes plays that you scratch your head and go, what was that? Like a ball in the dirt. It just, it just feels like it's too up and down when it comes to Goff in that passing game. You know, I, I kind of agree with you on, on the Rams, you know, Represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I can see it. I mean, that defense, man, the way they play. And, and any time you could score defensively, that's that's huge. And what they were able to do the other night, it, it's fun to watch that team. And I honestly, I love watching the offense. I think McVay does an unbelievable job uh, just scheming defenses up. I think Jared Goff, like if he's playing in rhythm and you get him going, I mean, honestly, he could play, play – just as good as the best in the NFL. I mean, he's smooth, he's accurate, great footwork and great release and accuracy when he's in rhythm. Now, at times, you get some pressure on him. He's he's kind of off balance when he throws a few. You see the one he left behind on that out route, that great defensive play, they end up picking it off. So those are the type of plays. And look, I think Goff still has it in him and is capable of helping this Rams team go on a run. But, guys, it, it comes back to that confidence, right? We're talking about with Wentz. We're talking about with all these other quarterbacks. you got to have that confidence. I feel like sometimes with Goff, when things aren't right like that, the confidence goes down a little bit. He's got to play like that veteran. He's got the money. He's a franchise quarterback. Mistakes are going to happen. Forget about it and move on. This team is good enough to go to the Super Bowl, and Goff is good enough to lead them there. You know, in, in thinking about, um, you talk about this system, because when I think about the Rams, it makes me think about Matt LaFleur and what they've done in Green Bay. When you look at this offense in Green Bay, because everyone really took them to task for not drafting weapons, but I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers play at a high level. He's playing in a system that really creates layups. What has Matt LaFleur done to really help Aaron Rodgers get back to playing at MVP level? I mean, I love LaFleur's offense. I mean, I think him and Nathaniel Hackett do a really good job. I mean, think, think Nathaniel Hackett was with Jacksonville taking Blake Bortles into that, in that team of the AFC championship game. So they've done a good job offensively changing up personnel groupings, the shifts, the motions. You know, some, some games have it three backs, you know, at one time on the field. So I really like what they're doing offensively. And then, I mean, it comes back once again to that confidence and that swagger. Aaron Rodgers is a different type of cat, and he's playing that way. I mean, his poise, his composure, and it just looks like he's having fun, and that team is having fun, and and they're fun to watch, man. And Honestly, at the end of the day, you watch whoever's winning the Super Bowl, those teams are one that have the best culture, that the guys in the locker room get, get, get along the best and really hit it off, and I think that's what, what we're looking at with Green Bay. Uh, all right, Bruce Gradkowski, before we let you go, this is a tradition. we got to find out what is on the docket for the Gradkowskis on a beautiful Saturday evening. Uh, what's the plan? The Toledo fight song is playing. What's happening? What, what are you and the missus doing? Well, it's not the missus tonight, but it is a date night with my two little favorite ones, Lily and Roman. We're going to the movie. We're going to see Elf. I'm about to pick up a little caramel macchiato from Starbucks to give me a little boost. And uh, we're getting some popcorn, maybe some pop, candy. Mom's not around, so whatever the kids want. And by the way, I love the uh, the the use of the term pop because that's a Midwest term. <laughs> that's that's Midwest because I I my family half of my family is from the Midwest from Illinois, and that's what they use. They use pop. They don't use soda. They use pop. That's what they call it. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Absolutely. That's, that's where we're at. Roman wants some Dr. Pepper or Sprite, you know. So we'll see, guys. And then hopefully you guys can come babysit when they're all sugared up. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> a good Holy idea. Uh, Bruce, we appreciate it, man. Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback, analyst for Pro Football Focus. Have fun tonight. We'll do it again next week, Bruce. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Uh, he's the best. Get him on Twitter at bgradkowski5. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we're going to take you into the gutter literally here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, the gas man, David Gascon. Uh, quite a day here. How the hell do they know that I've got gas? Gascon's coming up. Talk about emasculating. <laughs> Miami got... Uh, Beat down today, Bucky. Mm-hmm. They did. That's yeah. good. They Own sure them. did. I mean, I'm I'm excited Gosh. for you guys. It's a, it's a bounce back after losing to Virginia earlier this year. <laughs> I don't losing, remember losing their what? I don't even remember that. You don't? Did we play them? Yeah. Yes. Eight and three. Listen, you're you're only as good as your last game against Florida. That's what, or in, uh, in the state of Florida. That's uh, that's what I heard. Oh man, it was a field day for both their backs. Michael Carter, twenty four carries for three hundred eight yards and two touchdowns. Javante Williams is backup, I guess. Twenty three touches, two hundred thirty six yards, three touchdowns. North Carolina, sixty two twenty six over Miami. This ball game finally went final. Uh, Georgia over Missouri. Alabama, fifty two three over Arkansas. A couple games that just got underway. That includes number six, Florida, tied up right now with LSU, seven apiece. And Florida State beating up on Duke, 56-34. to USC and UCLA will kick things off in about five minutes from now. Oh, and Coastal Carolina, Jonas, 11-0 this season. They beat Troy, 42-38. to Shot to clears, 13th mm. in the nation. They should move up. What do you think? If they played Iowa heads up, what is that? What's the spread in that game? Shot to clears by 17? Hold on a second. Oh, wow. they, they gave up almost 40 points to Troy. So what? Mm-hmm. I mean, can we slow down on on them taking on, you know, le- legitimate programs? Well, it's Troy. Well, you, you must understand this. They had an emotional fall after last week's game against BYU. Mm-hmm. That was an undefeated BYU team. Really? So you had to expect an emotional fall. I, I, did, I didn't expect that. I expected him to beat him down. Yeah. Oh, get the hell out of and here. Let me, yeah. let me tell you something. If you give up 38 points to a team named after a former Cowboys quarterback, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't sit here and have wow. a conversation about uh, about wow. whether or not this is a legitimate program. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> like, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> they get Louisiana next, which is ranked 19th in the nation. So... One more hurdle for them. Northwestern won today. They beat Illinois by 18 points. And Colorado gets their first loss of the season. They lose at home to Utah, 38-21. to Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Dave. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, so so Dave, uh, do you want to do? Uh, do you want to stick around for uh, uh, in the gutter, or do you want to uh, you want to try and bang it out now? I mean, we're we're a little up against it on the clock, and I don't know if you noticed uh, on today's show a little bit of an issue with the clock. So, uh, yeah, so like, what is the? Uh, I, you know, typically your segments are usually <laughs> tight. Like you go from 10 to 12 minutes. But there was a segment around 3.30 Pacific that went 15 minutes. That's all right. 16 minutes, like... You know, at, least, I don't know at, least, at least certain people are invested uh, in the entire show, not just one set. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like I like players yeah. that play for four quarters, not yeah. just for a 
First five, maybe six we, minutes. We are Fox Sports. Even more, not expecting it. So I'll tell you what, Dave. If you're okay with it, if if you were good, yeah, uh, this is your show, man. All right. Well, it's not my show. It's our show. Okay. Uh, it's it's Bucky's show. Listen, his his football team just put up sixty two. Oh boy, uh, on Miami. So I mean, but we Bucky calls the shots. Here. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. So coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to take you into the gutter, into the gutter of sports radio. Literally, it's yours next on Fox Sports Radio. Get your mind out of the gutter. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in 15 minutes from now here on FSR. Make sure you stick around. It is Ephraim Salam and Brian No. Always a good listen. They will have all sorts of stuff uh, on a very busy day in college football and a busy weekend uh, in the NFL. Now, I don't know if they're going to do extensive coverage of Miami's beatdown from the North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, but uh, but you know maybe maybe uh, maybe they'll dabble in that, Bucky Brooks. Uh, maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll touch on that. Uh, I I still think it's hilarious. Uh, that Sam Howell, the quarterback for North Carolina, did the canes down mm, to the fans. I know. Did the like when they do horns down to uh, to Texas to try and uh, showboat? He did the Miami Hurricane U, but he directed it down. Something tells me that's going to be uh, brought up uh, for years to come in this game. This will be a rivalry game moving forward. Uh, it might be. It might be. It might be a rivalry. I mean, you know what? A little disrespectful. The first step in the uh, rivalry process is for Miami to figure out how to not give up 600 yards rushing. That would that would be the first step uh, in that process. My God. Um, all right. It is time here for us to take you into the gutter, literally, of Sports Talk Radio. It's time for this. News. News. He only finds the best stories. I got a news flash. Who the hell are you? It's in the gutter with David Gagon. All right, here he is, Commander David Gascon, to uh, steer us into the ditch of Sports Talk Radio once again. Now, before I do that, uh, full disclosure to those out there, because we're all in different studios. Um, Prior to us coming back on the air, I got a visit from somebody here at the network. Uh, he came in here and said, hey, I got a couple more Iowa-based stories that I want you to include here at the bottom of the hour. Who's the uh, person that uh, gave you a visit? Uh, it rhymes with yam. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, very good. It's from the Midwest. Yeah. Blonde hair. Yeah. All right. Shaggy dog hair. Tommy Pham. Yeah. 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 All right, got Anyways. Um, guys, how about this? Um, Dana White says zero chance Jake Paul fights Conor McGregor. Says that is not going to happen, not one bit. Obviously, there's a lot of chatter going on in the recent days with Jake Paul uh, after knocking out Nate Robinson, putting him to sleep in a second-round bout just a couple weeks back. By the way, uh, are you guys okay with uh, Floyd Mayweather fighting his brother Logan Paul? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. That's what Floyd does. Make money, man. He's he's fighting all of the YouTubers. (laughs) He went overseas and fought somebody else. Like, just, hey... If I can make a cool ten million or so just knocking these bums out, let's do it. Oh, well, Look, okay, I'm not. I don't have a problem with it, but I, I wouldn't pay for it. No, that's that's fine. You don't have to pay for it. But the whole F- Floyd is all about whatever's going to make him money. Yeah, and so he always had great timing. He fought Canelo before Canelo was in his prime. Yep. 
he fought Pacquiao, Pacquiao when Pacquiao was after his prime. Busted like he's he, yeah, he's been he's been really smart about this and, and people can hate on him all they want, man, but there's a reason he's made as much money as he has throughout the course of his career. He, he fought Conor McGregor and carried him for a, a, an extended <laughs> portion of that fight. Look, he carried because he had money on the over and rounds. All right, that's my theory, uh, and I'm sticking to it. I think he had the over uh, on rounds in that fight. And so, if he can make, like Bucky said, and I actually think he's going to make more than ten million. Oh, I'm sure he's going to make a ton of money. Yeah. So why not? You find an exhibition against some guy who's not even close to being at your level. Yeah. And if he can make that money, go for it. Uh, I am paying for that. You guys mentioned uh, Vanderbilt earlier today with Sarah Fuller kicking a PAT. I bring it up because Vanderbilt got blown out by Tennessee 42-17. But Sarah was not the only kicker to kick in that game. Pierce Cook actually had two field goal tries in the ballgame for Vanderbilt. One from 50 yards out that he missed on and one from 39 yards out that he connected on. Do you guys have a problem with that? I mean, what are you you saying, Dave? I'm not. I'm just making it a point because it will be a point of – conversation you know throughout the week now are, are you are you trying to make some sort of a backhanded accusation that maybe this was all for uh publicity uh, for no him? i would have uh, liked to see her kick from distance though i mean she's an all-american soccer player i mean do, do you think that they were uh that there was some sort of sexism going on that they didn't want her to kick because <laughs> she wasn't capable no what are you getting at dave i, I don't, don't I, I, i'm saying i wish i would have seen her kick though from you know, from distance. Yeah, why not? At that point, like, why not try it? That's why, you know... Can we, can we, can we make some layups first before we start shooting <laughs> She did. She had a PAT. Yeah, yeah, you like, made a PAT, right. Mikey. You want her booming 50 yards? Well, like, what can you, we at least get point through? What do you think she's doing during specialty action when they're warming up? She's, she's, she's not kicking just PATs. I know, but she has to get at least acclimated. Can we get acclimated to kicking a PAT first? Oh, so what are you going to do? You're going to have her one week have a squib kick. Yes. The next week is a PAT? Yeah. Baby steps. Oh, come yeah. on, man. Agreed. Baby steps. She's totally an all-American. Do you guys hey, do, you, <laughs> do you guys remember uh, back in, this was uh, when Lane Kiffin was the coach of the Raiders. Do you remember when he had J- Sebastian yes. Janikowski yes. attempt a 76-yard field <laughs> on, goal? on the dirt, right? I, uh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? It's awesome. So if, if you were Vanderbilt, look, I, yeah, I get you want to take baby steps, squib kick, kick off the first week, PAT the next. If I'm Vanderbilt, you know, you get the ball, you start off at your own 22. I literally bring her, bring out the field goal unit from your own 22. All right, if we're doing this, let's go all the way. All right, I want somebody attempting a 94-yard field goal. That's what I would like. Oh, if we're going to do this, let's go all the way. Vanderbilt stinks. Yes. Okay, so who cares at this point? No, I know. Man, I agree. Maybe positive. A lot of positivity on this show. I, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they stink. We go from that to New York. Guys, uh, an upper Manhattan Chipotle restaurant finally closed down. Guys, they've been dealing with rats oh, in the facility oh, for quite a while. Oh, and the rats were biting employees, but management still allowed the restaurant to be open until finally the rats were cutting through wires that uh, basically cut off all the power inside the facility. I mean, it, 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 I don't so even know. So famous rats would have loved to be a rat. Uh, by the way, we were able to, uh, to catch up with um, – one of the owners of that Chipotle and um, they were having a conversation with him about just sort of what the issue was and why they had to close down. And here's what he had to say. I got this rat, this annoying, cheating rat. So at least he's oh, being upfront about it, Dave. I, yeah, I guess. I mean- <laughs> uh, speaking of, speaking of <laughs> eating, how about this one, guys? We go from New York to the desert. UNLV quarterback, Max Gilliam. Did you hear about this? 
He issued a public apology a couple days ago because he ate sushi off of a nude model while appearing on a reality TV show <laughs> called Below Deck. Oh, what? <laughs> Below Deck. So what did he do wrong? I, I don't know. You know, 2020, it's a different world we live in. Someone's now, triggered. All right. So what did he, uh, so what was it? Like, what was the sushi roll? Mm. Prefer not to get into that right now. Why not? What oh. is it? Was it a California roll? Are we talking about like Yummy. a nine one one? What are we talking about here? <laughs> uh, shri- little... Shrimp tempura. <laughs> I mean, what 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 are we talking about here? As far as, as far as yeah, the cream, sushi goes, yeah, the, that's the Philadelphia roll you're talking about with the cream cheese in it. Yeah, yeah. Phil, good, hey man, Philadelphia rolls are good. Mm. Say that mm. you haven't eaten cream cheese in like 15 years, Jonas. Yeah, but when I did, I remember it being good. <laughs> LSU with a pick six. It looks like on Florida, and Keen Slowest threw a pick for USC. It's fine to eat. Mm. What a shock! What a shock! Mm. Unbelievable. Guys, I'd love to get uh, another story in here, but uh, Iowa Sam is yelling at me to get off the air. Well, so. listen now. That's that's what he does. That's how uh, that's how this whole Bully. thing works. Yeah, he is. He is a bully. Uh, all right, so uh, so there we go. Uh, that is a uh, another. Uh, we are approaching the conclusion here. A, a wild show, Bucky Brooks. Uh, <laughs> for for Bucky Brooks, Iowa Sam lead the lap. Dave Gascon, uh, everybody who took part. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski, Adam Kaplan. We appreciate it. No one's salam or next. Bucky, you want to do this again next week? It was Man, so much fun. Let's do it. There it is. We're back next week. Stick around. No one's salam here on FSR. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.